0: All right. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Late Morning Program with Namras podcast. This is episode 40. This is about Ayyendra Prabhu. This So today I have some really great friends of mine who have joined us, uh, Radhakrishna, Kirtan Premi, Amal Harinam, and Akinshina Krishna, uh, all associates of Ayyendra Prabhu. So I want to just talk about Ayyendra Prabhu today with you guys and uh, hear a little bit more about him, maybe hear stories and realizations from you all that uh, people may have not heard uh, previously. And um, just a reminder for all the listeners, you can ask questions in the comments and we'll take questions for our for our uh, guests here. But um, a lot of amazing things about Ayyandar Prabhu that people don't know. Uh, Ayyandar Prabhu was someone, was a disciple of Srila Prabhupada, who went to Vrindavan uh, about 30 some odd years ago. Uh, actually, maybe more than that now. Uh, and he basically devoted his life completely to what's called the 24 hour kirtan, which has been going on for the past uh, 34 years now without breaking uh, the kirtan. So, um, and he was a very interesting personality and, in some ways, uh, a mysterious personality, a very private personality. But at the same time, he affected so many people's lives all throughout the world due to his uh, kirtan his uh, personality, his his lecturing, his speaking. Uh, so we'd like to hear a little bit from our friends here. So um, thank you guys for joining, I really appreciate it. So let's start out um, with just discussing a little bit from each of you, when you first went to Vrindavan and when you fir- what was your first impression of Ayyendra Prabhu? Let's start with uh, Kirtan Premi.
1: Um.
2: One of the first things that I I remember before meeting him in Vrindavan, actually like that's the thing the story goes on way before um, this is back in the days in in uh, I don't think uh, Ina Roost albums were that much uh, like uh, uh, like given to people or sold right, in right, right. distributed in in India as much as it did in America.
3: Right, right, right.
2: You know, like everybody talks about Rindavan and Bellows, One, Two. I never heard that. I heard <laughs> Raj and that also. I think in the whole Bombay, it was in the Govinda's restaurant that they had the Raj One and Two. That was that was it. And that uh, we used to. I used to go to the Govinda's restaurant to uh, just you know just relax. It was like a really posh place, nice food. A lot of high high society people would come. So you know, mm-hmm. as young kids, just to go in some drink water and sit in AC—it's like a really cool thing. So I used to go there, and I used to be be, be played uh, constantly over there, and and so at one point I just got clicked to that music, and I used to just uh, and I always thought it was some Bengali dude or some Indian guy like, that, right? Yeah, <laughs> like uh, so that was my first, and and those days I I so my like regular going and sitting for us for listening to that tracks you know that that was my main thing um later on when i uh, i started going to Vrindavan, 2003 4 5 when i was more independent uh, before we were going since ninety three, four, five. 4 5 my father used to take us every diwali vacation to Vrindavan, but i never knew who i who was
0: Right. You know,
2: I, I still have a, there's a picture of Bru dancing and I'm playing merdanga, And, uh, I didn't even, I didn't even know, you know, that was him. Yeah. But I was there, you know,
3: right.
2: um, I think 2004 was the first time, uh, I saw him. I was not part of the Kirtan party much, not much in the scene also. Um, I think it was, uh, there was a program at Dhruva's house. This is Karthik, so I was is doing kirtan all the time, everywhere. Uh, but Dhruva's house on Diwali night, they had a nice kirtan. I think uh, many of, uh,
1: Akinchenov, were you there? I think you were there. Uh, you know, definitely, and, uh, had two, two, at least a couple of programs like that, I remember Diwali at Dhruva's house.
2: Yeah, so that's, like, that's the first glimpse of seeing who he was. Nice. And still, I did not associate. Those series to him, right.
4: Right, it, right it was
2: then i in two thousand and eight, I came to know more that Rajvillas and einbru that's when i i i like I fully moved from Bombay to Vrindavan. and i and I saw him uh he gave me um you know brought me in into kirtan and you know made me sit and sing with him so but that's the thing. At first I didn't, I had no idea who right. he was. Uh, I think other people around the world knew him more than we in India knew
5: him.
0: Right. Amal, so, um, what about you?
5: Um, I would say, well, what's interesting is uh, I went to Vrindavan Gurukula uh, in 1998 for one year. And I was 10 years old and I, I know my parents have been playing his cassettes in our house. Um, so I knew, I, I I, remember the word Vrindavan mellows um, and like the vibe of it. it. It was like some of the only kirtan I liked to listen to. Otherwise my parents were like into more like guitar kirtan, mangalananda prabhu, stuff like that. Um, anyways, but I don't have a memory of him during that time because we were going to bed by like seven o'clock. So we were getting ready, ready like we we'd have our evening shower at like five o'clock. We'd do some shlokas, a snack, then we're getting ready for bed because we were getting up at three, three thirty. Um, so I never got to attend his kirtans, and uh, so I have no memories of him, even though I was living across from him one floor <laughs> down wow um, but then later on uh, uh you know in my teenage years throughout my life i've always been into doing kirtan it's something that attracted me and from a very young age i was like leading guru puja tulsi puja playing mrdanga always enthusiastic like that um but later on as a teenager uh that desire really deepened and became really strong and i went back to india for the first time since 99 in 2007 and i went in uh, january february and i only got to spend about three days in vrindavan but by that time i I was listening to his kirtans regularly and i knew kind of like what like how much he meant and so we spent every evening going to those kirtans that he would do in the temple room. And it was just, yeah, like mind blowing to me and whoever I was with, like in the U S um, you know, obviously there was people doing kirtan, but not in that style of uh, like teamwork. Like if anyone played Murdunga, um, if there were more than one murdanga player, you would have like, everyone taking turn for one or two mantras. And that there wasn't that like, you never heard two Murdanga players playing in sync, uh, Mm. the same exact beats and Mm. like following the leader and like just, you know, um, even if you, if you watch the video of the Vrindavan 24-hour Kirtan with the Kinshana Krishna Prabhu singing, he has uh, Ananta Govinda, Vishrambar and Bali playing Murdanga, and they're all taking turns and, it's it's awesome, it's sick, but it it did it didn't have that like unifying factor um where where I guess you could almost say like Inder Prabhu's team was a band, you know. Mm. So to so see that's first yeah.
0: when that's where you first saw people playing together like that.
5: Yeah, I, I would say that, and I was just like, and then especially I went to Mayapur. He came to Mayapur mm. for the like five nights of Kirtan, and that's really when it's like okay, like. He's got his team and they all like sit around him and everyone's like on the same page and everyone plays the same thing on cartels and Redunga and they all help him sing. And that really just awakened the desire in me to go join him and do that and assist him and just serve him in that way. So 2007 was really when I actually like spoke to him Mm. and, um, that desire awakened and then later in 2008, I went and joined him.
0: Right, thank you. Radhakrishna Prabhu. and Radhakrishna, I saw you in 2006 there, right?
4: Yes, that's when we first met.
0: Yes. Please Uh, tell us the first time you met him and uh, first time you saw him and when you went to Vrindavan.
4: Well, it's like the same like before I went to Vrindavan uh, in Mexico. (laughs) We didn't have—I mean, at least I didn't have a computer or anything like that. So, you know, the bodies would go to Vrindavan because they won a uh, proper marathon or, like, you know, like a prize level. You you get to go to Vrindavan because you did so many books. <laughs> That's cool. And, and then uh, they would come back with these recordings of him, and I was because back then I was listening to—I don't know if you remember—Spiritual Skyliner. Oh, yeah, they were computer, awesome. Mellow, really, like, totally different thing. So when I heard that, I was like, who is this? And then uh, I I like, I tried to, like, find more about him, but, like, back then I didn't have a computer, like, was, like, 2003, 2002, and I was close. So then my sisters went to Vrindavan, I think. By then, my sister called Mohini, and then... Uh, They told me about him too, like, oh, Andrew. And then somehow I I got a Prayers to the of Raj CD. Mm. And then that's it, I was like, every single day listening to it. Mm. I'm wondering, like, like, where do they sing? How? Like, who? Like, how many? Like, in the temple? Is it in the street? Is it under like a hut? Or what's going on? (laughs) 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 The sounds. Yeah, like all these, like, peacocks and cows, like the singing in a stable or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but then like, every single day I was listening to that. I knew what, what was gonna happen at this certain minute, the breakdown, the alap, everything I knew about Pre-Studios of Braja. It was like recorded in my head. And eventually, because I had so much desire, I guess, to meet him, Uh, I finally, I finally went to, I actually met him in Mayapur for the first time. Uh, My sister, I went with my sister Mohini for uh, Gurpurneema. Do you remember the year? What was that?
2: Do you remember the year?
4: 2005. Hmm. And then uh, we we got uh, to Mayapur, we were so tired, you know, the trains, the, the plane, everything. And then I was like, I'm going to the temple, like but I had no idea that he was gonna be there or I had no idea like anything about him, about you know where he lives. I mean I knew he was in Rindavan, but like had no idea he was gonna be in Mayapur. So then um I rushed to the temple, like tired and hungry. I think I had diarrhea as well. And
3: then
4: <laughs> you yeah, know, man, I, just, uh, I just go to the temple room and I saw, you know, Pancha Tatua and then I was like then I got closer to the king the kirtan, you know, where everyone is sitting. Yeah. And then from the back I saw like I saw like one guy, white guy without like just with a chatter on, you know, like a, a group of like these entourage was like Bhakta Greg, Gopal, Brindavan, Bhagavad Purana, like Govinda Prabhu, all of them like and I feel like I don't know, like my heart was like, you know, like you know, like it was it was it was like I was meant to be there with them, you know. Like, like
3: mm. somehow,
4: you know, the right times came to into my life for 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 my life to really change, in a you know huge way.
3: Right. So
4: then, then I came, I you know came closer, and it was Rambo Prabhu sitting, you know, in front of the home. And I was like, oh my god, that's Andrew Peru, <laughs> cause I am not built or anything. Wow. So, so then I was like. I asked someone like, is that Andrew Prabhu? And they were like, no, he's, like, coming. he's coming. And then, then I looked and he was coming. It was like, it was like a general coming through all the bodies, you know, walking like with his harmonium with his chatter, like so mysterious, like so beautiful, like so like, you know, majestic. majestic. And then he sat down and everyone you know, like, I sat next to um, Greg, I didn't know him. And then I was just like listening. And when he opened his mouth and like, he felt like immediately, like, like he was like, something was like, he was like, mystical. Mystical. And then he did an ALAP. like the first time I experienced, experienced an ALAP. And I think I died for like, <laughs> for, like, because like, the whole temple was like, wow. it was like a huge, like, you know, bomb, like just dropped. Wow. And then uh, that's it, like he finished his kirtan and then I was like shaking, you know, cause like for so many years I was like, I wanted to meet him. But then I had to be there with my sister Mohini for like the party cramps and all of that. And I was like, just go to Brindavan. Cause they, I was, I, I went back the next day thinking he was going to do kirtan, but they told, they told me, oh, he already left to Brindavan. You no, know? mm. then. You know, I had to be with my sister for like one month. In my hospital. And then I came to Bernabéu, and then uh, it was like I think like the end of his kirtan, maybe ten to seven or something. And then I stood back, you know, from behind the pillars, just looking at him again. So many people, so many the bodies were like so beautiful, and he finished his kirtan, and then you know he's like talking to someone. Like, on time his feedback from the harmon- the harmonium and then he just like looked behind the pillar and he saw me and then he kind of smiled and he didn't know me at all and he just goes like that like like, <laughs> like maybe like it was arranged for us to meet and for us to like right. you know spend you know years together. So that felt like like okay, that's it. This is where I belong. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, I know, never look, know, look
0: back. I'm wow. There. Looking, looking forward to hearing about the later years for sure. Uh, and akinchana thank you, Akinshina, for 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 doing this. Um, uh, Rajasundar Prabhu actually uh, was not able to join, but akinchana has has uh, very mercifully stepped in. Please tell us about when you first met Ayinder Prabhu.
1: Well, I remember the the, uh, the first time I came to the Balaram Temple was for Kartik of uh, 1998. Some friends uh, convinced me to do the Brimundal Perikram. And so we arrived maybe one or two days before Kartik began. And um, when I first stepped into the temple room, I think it must've been mid morning at some point, And Ayindra was leading the kirtan. And it was something like, absolutely phenomenal. And actually, I think the way that I saw him that first time, um, <clears throat> in a way, it was maybe more profound than, than ever in him, you know, even after that. Um, you know, he, didn't, he would follow Chaturmasya. He had, like, his beard grown out, his hair was grown out. He was kind of you know he was at the in front of his harmonium with his knee up and maybe he had like the some bells on his ankle and and the main thing like you know he was just like looking directly at the deities and it's like his eyes were like it looks like his eyes were on fire uh, it was something like you know it's like looking into the eyes of a lion or something like something like amazing and the way that he sang, it was like this like super desperate, desperate call to Krishna. Um, like something I'd never seen before. You know, I had I had joined in the Tawako temple. Uh Namras was like twelve-year-old little skinny <laughs> Indian kid that played <laughs> Vernanga. I was so envious that like, that you were just a little kid, but you could play Murdunga. I thought that was so awesome. Um, So I lived in the Tawako temple for some months. I definitely, you know, our kirtans had it, its moments. There were like maybe a couple of kind of fired up, ecstatic, exciting kirtans. But frankly speaking, most of my time in the temple, like the kirtan felt like it was just kind of a ritual. Um, in this, you know, it was kind of like a little bit dry. There was one Mataji in the temple that could like lightly play the Murdanga a little bit. I'm talking about for like the morning programs for the the people that were residents there. At the Sunday feast, you know, people like you or other congregation members, they could play instruments. But in terms of the people that live we living in the temple there was one mataji that could like lightly play very simple beats on the rudanga, and if she didn't come to mongal like that was it it was just kartals. and so the kirtan that i was used to was very simple and when i first saw Iindra, like the way he was just you know crying out to krishna and also his singing obviously was like so beautiful. And there was just so much style of his expression. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is what kirtan is supposed to be. Like I, now I get it. I didn't really understand what it was, but now I get it. This is what it is. It's like someone completely crying for the mercy of Krishna. So that was uh, like a very, very strong impression, even just that first kirtan. Um, and then you know, I had a few other experiences like 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 I said, I went on Brajmundal Parikram and at the time of Bahu Lastami, um, you know, I I, I Indra did his kirtan at the Gopalji Mandir, like next to Radha Kund. He did and he did his kirtan after um the midnight bathing it was crowded but not crowded like it would become in in later years um and that that kirtan was also like completely life changing like a very very exceptional powerful thing you know i remember a few there were a few candle lights in front of the deities that was the only light in the room and iinjur was like crouched down he didn't have a harmonium he was playing wampers and like, I remember his head was shaking and Madhava was playing Murdanga. And it was just something like really next level, otherworldly. Everyone in the kirtan had just taken a bath in a um, And yeah, that kirtan was so profound and powerful. Um, I remember feeling in that kirtan, like... Part of me during the Brajmandal Mandala I was thinking like, I don't know, you know, why did I get so into this Hare Krishna thing? It's like a little kind of maybe I was too crazy to like go so much into this and I should be like more like a regular guy, you know? And (laughs) after that kirtan, I just felt like, wow, like whatever I had to sacrifice to witness that was completely worth it. Whatever those guys did to to, uh, to be able to do something so beautiful and so profound like that kirtan like that's what I want to do I want to I want to try to figure out what they've understood what they've figured out uh, because that was like one of the most amazing like profound experiences of my life at least especially up to that point point. Um, and even later we heard even Indra himself said that that would, um, Gopal told me, I Indra said that, uh, after that kirtan, he said, that's the best kirtan I've ever been in, in my entire life. So you can get an idea of like what it was. It was something very, very powerful. Anyway, so that that... what's that? Was that 1999? No, that was 98. 98 and I, okay. I haven't, I haven't seen any recordings of that. I've seen other, you know, maybe 97, I've seen other years listed, but I've never seen a recording of that. Um, but uh, also around that time, I was able to. Uh, I must have gone. And, I must several others. His kirtans. I met Iyengar Prabhu. I went up to his room a few times. He preached to me. You know, I got a taste of his like amazing personality. Um, anyway, and then, yeah, I, I, it started from there.
0: Right. Thank you. Uh you know, we always hear about uh like Radhakrishna said and like you said, you know, the the analogy of a lion and and like a general and things like that. So that's like kind of his like very uh you know, serious and kind of, you know, uh you know, tough you could say side. But let's talk a little bit about maybe some experiences of his softer side, maybe a joking side or or like a more fatherly side. So um Amal, why don't you start out?
5: Well, without thinking too hard off the top of my head, a really sweet uh, interaction I had with him was 2009 Govardhan Puja. And for whatever reason um, I had, I started to feel a little ill and uh, the Abhishek Kirtan was around 10 o'clock, 10.30. And um, in that Kirtan, I was sitting right next to him, but feeling a bit fatigued. I think I could feel, like, you know, a fever coming, illness. And I was a little spaced out. And I just remember him, uh, like, looking at me a few times, like, get into it, you know? Like, what... <laughs> Like, let's come on, help me out. And, and, um, I, I think I told him I'm not feeling good. And he like, in the middle of the kirtan, he put his hand on my forehead and just felt it. And he was like, you've got a fever. And I was like, (laughs) oh no. And he just, he took, he took a fisherman's friend and he just threw it in my mouth and said, come on, let's do this. You know? So like... (laughs) He knew I wasn't feeling good, but he gave me that extra um, attempt, like encouragement and showed me he cared, but that like, you know, this is something we can push through. Like, you know, it's a yagya. So we can make this little sacrifice just for the next hour and a half or whatever. And then uh, I really wasn't feeling good after the kirtan. I ran and put my stuff upstairs. It's up like, you know, uh, three, four flights of stairs. And I put my stuff uh, in the room and I came back down. I was, my parents were living in the MVT, and I was going to go over there and just take a nap because I knew I wouldn't be disturbed there. And so I was going down the stairs and he happened to be walking up alone, um, just carrying his harmonium. And, and so he, we just, he just said, Oh, so you're not, you're not feeling good. I was like, yeah, he's like, he said, "Amal, you're not allowed to get sick." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, he's like, "We need you out. We need you there." So,
3: mm.
5: you know, like you're not allowed to get sick and you know, do whatever you need to do, go take rest, but get better as fast as you can because we need you in the Kirtan. And so, that very he just showed when someone tells you just that you're needed it's like one of the most important feelings you know of acknowledgement um that you can receive so you know like that's why i'm there is to serve his 24 hour kirtan and ultimately you know make him happy because i felt that desire that this is my connection to krishna and i want to make him happy and and so to see that he was happy that i had push through feeling ill to participate in the kirtan. And then just, you know, encourage me by, by making me feel like I gotta do whatever I can to get back into the kirtan. Made me feel like really, I just, I remember I said, okay Prabhu, I'll, I'll go take rest and try to get better as fast as I can. And I just went down the stairs the rest of the way, just like, you know, with a sp- spring in my step, I just felt really, really loved by him. So that's that's one experience that comes to the
0: top of my head. Nice, Radhakrishna. Uh,
4: so many. Uh, I mean, I guess the one the one I like the most is when I when he cut my hair, kind of, because <laughs> 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 uh, I wasn't attached to my hair, but the way I looked without it, you know, my my sister. Mohini like when we first came like I had my long hair or whatever and then I shaved once and she' like like you look like a watermelon <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> and that like it kind of like stayed in me so when I was living in the art room like I didn't have like long hair because we wouldn't allow it but it was like you know long enough for him to be like you have to cut it so I was going to take a shower and he was coming out of the bathroom and then the barber was there. You know, the guy would come and shave all the brahmacharis like once a month or like every, whatever. So, he, he's like, he was like, oh, brother Krishna, like, like you haven't cut your hair yet. And then he grabbed my arm and, and sat me down in the chair and took the guy's, um, racer and he just like started to shave me. Oh my god. he didn't go all the way. He just like started it. You know, so I couldn't get out of it, you know, because I don't oh, want to go you back, to like, you know, like spot, you know? All
0: right.
4: So then uh so then he's like he told the guy like finish him off and then he left like smiling. <laughs> and then you know I, I, he finished and then I looked in the mirror and I was like <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it was like blade shape, you know, like full on,
3: yeah, Razor. But
4: like whatever, you know, like it's not that bad, and you know, Andrew, Pru, you know, will be happy, and you know, is is the standard to live in the baramachar, I mean, you know, all these mm-hmm. things came to my head. So when when he saw me afterwards, he's like, "Jai," he was so happy. He was like, "You look so beautiful with your tilak and your shaved head." It's like you uh, you have made uh, Mahaprabhu so happy, and he's like, even if you look like a watermelon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know, like he was like, like everything he did, he was for our own benefit and because he cared, because he wouldn't, you know, like this is the arm and you have to shape. No, he was like he wanted. You know the whole thing to be like perfect and just to be pleasing for for Prabhupada, you know, for for the standards of the brahmacharya ashram for you know to please Mahaprabhu and then uh, another one is like my niece Devayani he had uh, malaria she had malaria and then uh, she was like really sick and Kalindi was like, oh, we should take him to this doctor that Andrew Prabhu went to, what's his name, Shamasaki? The tantric doctor. And then I, cause I knew that Andrew Prabhu had it too, you know, many times a couple told me that he even dragged him to the hospital, you know. And then I was like, "Andrew, Prabhu, like, do you know, what can we do? You know, cause my niece has malaria, this and that. So it's like, oh, I have the medicine like he he had his personal like they were like peeled like these big balls black balls i don't know what it was so then uh he's like he gave me a whole list of what to do like you she has to take this this time and she has to take this one that time so he he cares so much you know for for everyone you know like even like the the little things you know this is nothing but like he because like, everyone has the perception that he's so strong, that he's so, like, rigid, and he's so, like, you know, like, he doesn't really care, but, like, he's, like, totally the opposite, you know? Everything he did was because he cared. So, like, that.
3: Wow. Oh,
0: very nice. Kirtan, Primi? Um, I,
2: Like, while these guys were talking, I had many stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I think one of the one of the most beautiful aspects of uh, his care, um, and it, that was the most amazing part, uh, is that when, when the Guru wants to make a relationship with you, you know, it's always like we try our hard to connect to our seniors. You know, like we will make the effort to be there for Kirtan. We will be there, you know, like Amal said, like how Aynarbu cared about him. You know, I never did that with many of the Kirtan members. Uh, he really cared about his people, and he knew what they meant for him. Mm. Uh, who like you know, and he, he like they were colorful. Like we had we had people of of all varieties, all varieties yeah. weird temperaments. Uh, like this one doesn't work with that one. That you know all that you know colorful singing you know <laughs> all that like you know colorful
3: cooking,
2: yeah. yeah colorful cooking and you know so many different aspects were always there but um one of the things was uh in 2009 when we went for mayapur uh, uh you know when I, Ma-ha-bishek. Ma-ha-bishek. and before that 2008 when in karthik i came and i i stayed with you know with with the kirtan party, I never joined the ashram. I never lived in the ashram. I was always I had a house outside, so I used to just join the kirtan, the ships, mm-hmm. the ships, and I used to you know, and uh, I always got mixed feelings uh, from Aynaburu. So I never knew what, like he wanted me to be there, and he's like, what do you, I, what do you mean
0: mixed feelings,
2: like. Like So first, first was he always wanted me to be there, so he uh, he would always make me sit and sing with him. Right, right. Uh, then I asked him personally that I live outside. I need, uh, can you give me two slots? Because I was all over the place. You know, you're in Vrindavan, you go to Radharaman Temple, you go here, everywhere. So right. I, I, I requested uh, that you give me two slots, and I will, you know, with full heart, do that. You know, because you said you should do that. He said, I have, I don't
5: take responsibility. I remember he said that same thing to me. I I asked as well. Mm -hmm. I was living outside and, and he said, you're welcome to come as much as you want, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah. Basically until you like kind of surrendered it, like under his care, you wouldn't like, yeah, do like that.
2: Yeah. So that was like when, when he did that, like I felt like, okay, I'm not part of the, uh, yeah. So I always felt mm-hmm. like I'm part of the party. I'm not part of the party. I I'm, see. I see. Okay. So I was. I always had that mixed feeling that okay, I don't know where I am. Uh, and so when we went to Mayapur Kirtan Mela, I remember this. Uh, um, so I, before, before like um, we started doing kirtans, uh, when he just arrived, Gopal uh, met me on the way, and Gopal had his Luna. And it was like, oh, Aynabru is here. Like, uh, and I was like, oh, uh, Luna is a moped, by, by the way. Okay. Uh, and he like drove us to where Aynabru was staying. Um, and I met Aynabru, and Andrew said, okay, so you're here. That's nice, really good. He said, I want you to be there in the evening. And I remember that year, I think Bali, Quiche. Uh so Marava was there, uh Vishwambar was there, everybody was there. Like like you know, senior Kirtan members are there who have been doing Kirtan for more than what we are doing, you know. So me and Amal would just sit in the sidelines, you know, yeah. in his kirtan. And yeah. uh I, I still remember because I, I think Aynabhru made that melody
3: that year, right? You remember? Yeah. Uh, if you, yeah.
5: Oh no! Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare yeah. Hare, Hare Rama,
3: Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama,
5: Hare Hare. Ha, and was like a signature for Mayapur, right?
2: Yeah, the whole November December we did that, like every evening. Not not like in a week we would do five times that melody, so that you know, because that was like the, our reveal is in Mayapur, like four punchadhwah, it rocked right. the whole crowd, you know, so.
0: Yeah. No. Anyway, so
2: uh, so he was like, "I want you to be there," and because all
5: these senior people were there, we I we just sat in the back. We, we didn't so want to do- pack that. It was like so daunting to walk through the crowd uh, and make yeah. people move. And you're like, "Am I really required or needed?" Like, hmm. like everyone's already there. You don't know? like if you were just late. You know, I mean, you couldn't get in on the Abhishek day, like it was packed outside of the doors so but yeah. i think he saw us
2: yeah he on the he, edge. he was he was i mean it's, we were there and then and then uh, it's like uh, at that time my, my my fiance was like you know go in you guys were doing Kirtan for so long go in and we were like they're all senior guys over there we don't want to step in and you know, all the
3: Swamis are there
5: too. Yeah.
2: There it, it, it's so apparent, apparent when you just walk through everybody and sit next to him. So I, I was just like, you know, stay back. Yeah. And then after some time, my mind just got disturbed. Like, it got like, you know, I want to be there, but I cannot be there. And so I just got up and I just walked away and I stood on the side where all devotees were standing and dancing. And I just like, uh, and I internally, I had this kind of like, that like, he wants me, he doesn't want me. He wants me, he doesn't want me, you know? Mm. And, I, I, and I just closed my eyes and I just said, Aynabru, if you, if you are like, you really want me to be there? You will call me to be there. So, and, and in 10 seconds, he looked at me. At, like I was on the sideline. Side he just looked at me and he called me and I just walked through the whole crowd and sat next to him. Right. And then he just he just went into my ears and he's like, "Where were you for for all these days Like he was looking for us, you know while we were like sitting there, but we were not here and yeah. and like later he said i we practice and all I want you to be there so So he really cared even like for such such like small like small things, but it meant a lot like participation was such an important thing for him, and uh and the same thing, you know, he, he really cared uh, for me. That was one of the things. And the mm-hmm. funny funny part was not that happened with me. It was some other devotee. Uh, there was this one devotee who had, he used to have Mahaprabhu on his
5: head and dance. Uh, oh, yeah, right. You remember. Didi, that, Didi? Yeah, deities in his head. He had an altar. Yeah, and so. he would dance in all the kirtans. Thai would be dancing on his head. And Aynabru was very good at, like, uh, Means He
2: had so many grams, so uh, He brought his box of Charlie grams to Aynabru. Like, Aynabru, I got these. Can you, uh, you know, check what the, what different. Authent-
5: authenticity. Yeah, what sholigrams is
2: grams what. And Aynabru was taking one, looking at, you know. And one he took and he rubbed it on the ground. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: really? <laughs> when he did that, Why? That devotee was in like full shock, like he was like, and and I'm like looking at Andrew, what's he doing? And then I was like, this is MCO. And he gave it to him. It's
3: like
0: you know those bond uh, bond things, you know, and it's just like it's black. like a plumbing, it's like a plumbing putty that that turns hard, right? Yeah, um, and, it's and it's like black. But
2: he knew. He just looked he at it, it and he just rubbed <laughs> it. He, he didn't do that with any other shadiya. Yeah, and we were like, uh, I was like laughing.
0: Like wow. he was like you
2: know comedic in that way,
0: right? Wow, Akintunde,
1: what about you? Okay, so the question was sweet memories of Ayendra in his in a sweet mood, right?
0: Right, right, in a soft mood, yes.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, you just all these memories have like triggered a whole laundry list. I've been trying Same. to take notes. Um, Let
0: it flow. Let the nectar flow. <laughs>
1: You know, when I first joined, when the first time I joined the Kirtan party, I remember one Kirtan he was doing. There was a very small group of us, um, and uh, you know, our relationship was maybe newer. And he he kind of needed to reach for a high note in one of the in one of the melodies that he was singing, and kind of he couldn't quite get it. But I understood what he wanted to sing, and I kind of like. You know, <laughs> sang up to that note, and and when I did that, he just kind of like looked at me, and he like turned his face, and he just had like this blissful, huge, beaming smile, and uh, I just felt like you know a tremendous amount of love and appreciation from him. Um, you know, there's there was there was one time my guru Maharaj. He got a set of deities that he wanted to bring to America for some Grihasta devotees to worship. And my guru was like very enthusiastic about the beauty of those deities. And so he brought them up to Ayendra Prabhu. And they had they they were wrapped, they were brass deities, maybe like, I don't know, a foot and a half or so high. And they had some, some, um, some type of cloth like wrapped on them. And so my groomer, she kind of went and he introduced, I'm bringing these deities. They're so beautiful. I wanted to show them to you. What do you think, Ayindra Prabhu? And so Ayendra kind of like, he started peeling the cloth off of the deities. And at first, you know, okay, it was normal, but it kind of became a little bit like, you know, intimate, like he's, he's just going to take all of their clothes off, like right now. And he kind of had like this naughty mischievous kind of, you know, mood to him. And, um, especially when the deity of Radharani was totally revealed, just like in his childlike way, he, he looked at her and he said, she's completely in the nude. And, 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 he, <laughs> and he said, and he said and, and and you know, my, my guru is like a little bit like, you know, he became a little shy or something. And then I just said, um, he said, you know, I think only somebody with a, a, a very high standard of Krishna consciousness should worship these deities. Otherwise, maybe it would be a good idea, you know, if you were to cover the deity in some way so that the... the you know, her, her entire form is not revealed like this. And then he kind of like thought for a second, like also like in a mischievous kind of mood. And he said, but if I was worshiping her, I would keep her this way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, that was, that was a very nice one. Um,
5: you mean about the deity, like a lot of the times they carve in or
1: paint underwear on them and, the, and these deities didn't have that? Right, I, I I see on on the deity of Krishna, I don't remember, uh, but on the deity of 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 Radharani, um, there was no kind of already covered. Uh, right. There was nothing mm. in her form was was like completely natural, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead.
1: I I, I could keep going, but you please stop I, me. Tell another.
0: Tell no, one more, oh, and then I'll, I'll, and I'll get into something else.
1: Uh only one more. Okay. Um we have to tell sweets for the sweeties. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well there's one I don't know, some of these are a little Well he, here's a good one. Here's a good one that, I, that I've told many times, I think. Um there was one there was one day where Indra Prabhu came into the ashram. And there was one devotee on the party that he was thinking maybe was not keeping like a very high standard of brahmachari behavior. And so he was kind of challenging that person. And he went into a whole thing about the importance of brahmacharya and also the importance of wearing Mm. and And later that same night, he had a home program which you know <laughs> maybe people know where he had like the Kata. but anyway, he came out like fire and brimstone. The kind of comments that he made to us in the room that day, um, you know, you and, and when, what's that?
2: You mean the lecture, or you
1: mean you mean the, and the well the lecture the lecture also that's recorded, but yeah. I'm saying what he how he spoke to us in the room. You know, he made very strong comments and was, and, and you know, on the point of cope, he told us how to tie the copans correctly. He said, you know, Vrindavan life means sadhu jivan, and sadhu jivan means copen. The six Goswamis wore copans, um, you know, and even if you, you know, even if you have an idea. That you'll that you'll give up the sadhu life and you'll get married at some point. Still, now is the time when you're living in you know in our ashram. You should take the training fully and you know and you should accept copans. So it, I you can't really overstate how heavy, how fiery, how intense Ayindra was when he was preaching like that. Mm-hmm. It was hardcore. It was it was like a little scary actually. Like, I was like, he was focused on one devotee there, like ripping into that person. And I was just completely horrified if he was going to turn his attention to me and start ripping into me. Um, <laughs> so, so, so that's, so that's Indra Prabhu in his fiery mode when it was time to preach and to, and to, uh, you know, speak strongly. He spoke strong like nobody else it was, you know, powerful, it had so much shakti, so much purity. And it was horrifying, in a way, you know, because it was like, everything was revealed, he spoke the naked truth so strong. And then the next, you know, and and by speaking that way, several of the devotees in the ashram, you know, that previously weren't wearing kopins, they, they started wearing kopins. And I noted that and I think one or two days later, I, I was in Ayendra Prabhu's room, and I said, hey, Prabhu, you know, the way that you spoke to us the other day, I, I think a lot of people took it to heart because I'm seeing that these guys, they started wearing copans, And and Ayendra, in a completely, like, sweet, innocent, completely unassuming way, he was like, oh, really? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> And what I felt was, you know, he was like, you know, when it was time to tell the truth and to speak like in a, in a strong way, he spoke so strong, but it was, he was kind of like very assuming, you know, you could take it or leave it. And he, he just had like this real childlike sweetness about it. And when I said that people were following it, he's like, oh, that's great news.
3: Mm
0: that that's that's really interesting like you're saying how he he spoke very strongly and uh and and he was just speaking the truth and and in some ways that could um some people didn't understand him so i feel like he was let's let's talk a little bit about why you feel he maybe he was a misunderstood person because i think he was right anyone who any of you who want to jump into to answer that please please do what was it about him, or why do you think he was misunderstood sometimes? Because he was speaking the truth all the time?
1: I think, can I, can I say something about Please, that? yeah, go ahead, go ahead. There, there was um, a, a senior devotee whose name is not coming to my mind right now. He, to, he told me a beautiful comment after Prabhu left. He said, um, in order to understand Dyinger Prabhu, first you have to love him. And it, for myself, you know, just from the beginning of my relationship with Iindra, I found him like an incredibly attractive person. And, and, you know, all the things that he was doing, the way that he spoke, like it entirely resonated with me. And I just really wanted his association. And so for me... Um, I feel like there was never a misunderstanding. I always like greatly appreciated who he was and what he was all about. Um, but I think that, I think strongly, just like Srila Prabhupada, right? If you look in the teachings of Srila Prabhupada, there's a time for a guru, for a sadhu to speak strong and sharp and heavy, uh, and that that may be you know appropriate and what's needed in order to help people come out of uh, of illusion and come to the point of Krishna consciousness. And so, Indra had the kind of purity and moral authority to be able to do that, and he could upon himself to do that. And sometimes it's very very painful to uh, to hear the truth. I think even you know, Srila Prabhupada has many strong statements that, you know, some of his followers don't necessarily know how to digest or how to deal with. And so maybe they prefer to kind of sweep that to the side. So injure was a person who could put very strong truths, like right at the forefront, speak very strong with a tremendous amount of purity, a tremendous amount of personal integrity. And I think that, it can be a little too much to handle for some people. Um, And so if there's a misunderstanding, definitely I think that's a significant part of the reason for that. Mm.
5: Yeah, I I think um, part of that about being able to speak the very, uh, I don't know, real truth um, and, and in presenting the, formula given by our acharyas and Srila Prabhupada for coming to the point of loving Krishna in a in a personal relationship. I think he was um like what's that word when you like um like when you're not unforgiving but um like you don't uh let anything <laughs> like there's no excuse, like there's no on un... anyways, but you know, he was, um, he wouldn't let anything kind of like get in the way of that or, or of like- you wouldn't compromise? That What's that? You wouldn't compromise anything? Right, Com- like there's no compromising what it takes, you know, to attain that. and And ultimately he's trying to share with everyone that that's the ultimate goal of Krishna consciousness, of our movement, of the Sankirtan movement, um, why Lord Chitanda Mahaprabhu came. So I think when, when a, there's a very clear goal in mind, um, that helps in understanding the steps needed to achieve that goal. And he understood and got those steps and he wanted to share those steps with others. And so all he did was basically meet devotees and people and see maybe where they're at and understand maybe this is the next step they need to take. And and maybe the best way I can help them is by telling them what they're doing or not doing that needs Mm -hmm. to change, you know? And and part of that is he never accepted any formal disciples. Um, So he had no, he didn't, he had he didn't have to compromise, like you said, um, anyone's like interpersonal relationships. He didn't have to deal with that. Um, you know, if someone he, he wasn't like afraid, like like Akinshin is saying, to like speak that truth because what's to you know, like, he's not gonna lose anything. He's not interested in name, fame, glory, and accumulating wealth or disciples. So what does he have? He just has his relationship with Krishna. It was it meant so much to him that he just wanted to share that. And people are going to get offended along the way. Then then they're not on the same page about what the goal of the Sankirtan movement is. Mm. So that that's kind of how I feel.
4: I think that whenever. There is some instruction, it means you have to give up something. It means uh, responsibility. And many people aren't ready for that because many people are comfortable with their situations, thinking that where I am is, probably it is, but, like, there's always, you know, a higher step, you know. So, Aindra Prabhu, like, I mean, to my eyes, with my whatever little vision i have like he had he was in a very very high you know level so like i'm saying when you when you want to share something truthful because no one is ready for that you know then they start criticizing you they start seeing you you know in a different way they start probably even have, you know, feeling envy, you know? Right. That was uh, really dangerous. But, um, I mean, I don't think many people, like, really thought, like, oh, Indra Prabhu is like that, you know, like, really heavy or, like, even hateful sometimes, you know? You can tell. he He had, like this understanding and also the practice, you know, backing him up about that everything that he said, he went through it. And he experienced it, and he reached the level of, like, he transcended, for example, like, those anarthas, you know. And then because he had, he was in that level, he wanted to share that, you know, like, like he always would, would say, like, If Andrew Prabhu can do it, anyone can do it, you know? So, I think that, you know, like, even now, people aren't ready for the truth, especially now, like, these times are, like, you know, like, so different, you know, like, you say a little thing, everyone is offended. You say a little thing, everyone leaves the moment. Imagine, you know, like, you know, so... And like Akintola probably said, like I don't have a problem with that because I was like dismantled, you know, when I came to Brindavan, and, and like I built up on his, on what I saw from him, on what what I heard, you know, it wasn't like artificially. I wanted to be like him because I cannot be like him. No one can be like him because, you know, like he went through a lot of practice, you know, forty plus years to reach the level that he was, you know. So like to me it was like nectar you know like all these things you know all this heaviness all these instructions all this like you know everything was like i was like collecting from everywhere you know like
0: because it was built on the love that he you yeah. had for him and then you were love, saying
4: experience and purity you know everything he had right so everything that was coming out of him of his mouth of his actions everything like the things i saw like it, it wasn't like building me up you know even though it was hurtful or heavy or like, you know, it would, you know, it was against my, you know, like my pride my ego, like everything. Like he, he, like he would destroy it with, with his example, you know? And it wasn't an example that, you know, like you have to do this. No, no, he was like showing you how to do it. Every single thing that he talked about. So, yeah, it can be heavy for you, but, you know, it's, uh, it's helpful, you know? It's it's what it is. You cannot water it down, you know? Because then, you, you know, you can accept something watered down and then you're going to be fine. And someone else is going to come and, you know, like the, the level of purity goes down, you know? And he had like the highest, you know, like, you know, um, purity to me, you know? This is my personal experience. So... didn't affect me but i i mean like i guess eventually you know like it's like a parent you know like you know like they they do something they tell you something and then like maybe in a few years you realize that oh he was right you know and he loved me and he cared for me and he cared for everyone he cared for like 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 when he was in kirtan like he would no matter where you came, like if the, the bodies from Delhi would come for Kirtan, he would engage them. If you know, like the Russian army would come for Kirtan, he would engage them. If he like the
5: Prachibasi is like anyone, that yeah, you'd see, much you would see tourists. Um, in later years, uh, because it was so close to, um, it is so close to Agra. Um, you know the Taj Mahal. It's kind of on the way from Delhi. Um, so these these tour guides would take big groups of. Um, there was a lot of European tourists that would come through the temple, um, and they would come at that time. And you know, I was like, "Dang, there's a huge crowd of white people here." And <laughs> okay. someone would ask them, and a lot of the time they'd be like Polish or something. And but he would, you know, he would he would connect like you think he would connect with everyone, no matter who you were, and like make eye contact and. By signaling with his body movements that you know you have, you have a part to play in this in this what it, you don't even know what it is but start <laughs> clapping and start grooving because right. that's what sankirtan is it's engaging everyone around you but yeah I didn't want to Radhakrishna. if you have something more
1: to share oh, oh.
0: we lost Radhakrishna. he'll come back okay oh, you had something to add to that
1: oh, he, oh. Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to say, um, you know, one thing is, I think Iindra had a certain um, a certain persona, and if you didn't come close to him, uh, he kind of he may have looked scary. You know, it, it, for for a few years, I was collecting interviews for a biography of Iindra Prabhu that we hope will be released at some point. <laughs> and I, inter- and I, I interviewed, um, it's not an easy project. Um, the, it, I, I interviewed several ladies about Ayindra Prabhu and I interviewed ladies that knew him in the seventies, the eighties, nineties, and the two thousands. In other words, for the whole span of Iindra's uh, career, we, we we talked to different ladies that knew him and Very every lady, what's that?
0: Very interesting.
1: Yeah. And every single lady, including Krishna's sister, Kalindi, who gave a beautiful interview, every single lady said the exact same thing. They all said, I was so scared of Ayendra. I thought he was going to be so heavy. I thought he was going to be so mean. But when I spoke to him, he was the nicest person. Um, wow. they, they, all, they all said that and and here and here's another memory. We just honored uh, the disappearance of Mother Yamuna a few days ago. and um, you know, when Indra Prabhu suddenly left, uh, i I had done an interview with Thinndra Prabhu. I think it must have been in the spring of two thousand and nine, quite a lengthy one. like I think on the recording it must be uh, four hours worth of you know. His speaking, and um, we and the the interview, you know, included h- huge amounts of his realizations about the holy name, about sankirtan, uh, and about Krishna consciousness, pure devotional service. And when Ayendra Puru suddenly passed away, we published on uh, we published that interview, and one of the people that we sent it to was Mother Yamuna. And Mother Yamuna, um, she expressed a lot of appreciation for that interview. I mean, because the interview is like, it reveals the mind of Ayendra. You're hearing so many of his very personal realizations about chanting. And what Mother Yamuna said was very interesting. She said, I had heard something about Iindra from my god sisters, and it seems that she had had a mixed impression of Ayendra. She, she um, in other words, from a distance, she had a mixed feeling or a mixed impression about him, what kind of person he was. And what she said was, after she read that interview, you know, Mother Yamuna was... Um, in the, she was part of the Krishna Balaram Mandir from the very, very beginning. Her, her husband was the first temple president and, you know, she did huge amount of groundwork in Srila Prabhupada's time, uh, establishing that project. And she said Srila Prabhupada really wanted to establish a 24 hour kirtan. Um, but it was a very challenging you know program to start and the devotees were not able to do it um and maintain it you know at length and mother yamuna said that she she prayed to Radha shamasunder she said i prayed and i prayed and i prayed to radha shamasunder to please send somebody that wow. can establish this 24-hour kirtan and she said now that i've read this interview with Ayindra Prabhu, now I'm really appreciating what a beautiful devotee they sent to do the 24-hour kirtan. So the point I wanted to say is, from a distance, when people are not close to Ayendra, there may be something about his quality that um, is a little unnerving, makes people nervous, uh, people, people aren't really sure how to take him. But I think when people come close, when they speak to him, when they get to know him, when they hear from him, then they can appreciate what incredibly, you know, beautiful devotee Ayendra is. So I ought to say that, you know, if people have misunderstanding, it may just be that they haven't, you know, gotten the benefit of his association.
0: Right. Kirzan Premi, what about you? I was...
2: uh, See, you cannot realize a person until and unless he is gone. A lot of people can. People cannot realize the person because, yeah, people can talk heavy, you know, and say something heavy, but then they do something opposite. They don't walk the talk. They don't live that life. You know, I mean, it's, I, didn't, I didn't know so much things about Aynabru. I was not, like, so close to him. Uh, he chastised me so many times uh many of the times i just i just heard it from one side and took it out from the other side. It's like i okay, you didn't know really digest d- it. didn't digest it you know but but later in time, I started to realize what it really meant, what is he really trying to say or you know and like i was uh like I always thought his mood was his mood was always very like uh like passionate very uh expressive. His style of kirtan was very expressive. Same his, like, you know, you sit in the kirtan, it's just like, always like a fire. Like, you know, he's, he's going to chop your head off, kind of like, don't space like no out. Lazy, you know. No
3: lazy kirtan.
2: Yeah, and and the same thing with his words. When he would speak, he would just be like, you know, in your face. He would just say the things he, which is shastra. And he would not like misquote or say something out of his own conception. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I when I heard Maniti Maharaj give that uh uh what do you call offering, right. his uh, when he right. passed right. away and, and he spoke about Panchanga Bhakti enough, how Ayandaprabhu was the master of all five forms of bhakti. Right, right. And that, that really h- hit me. That right. hit me very heavy because I could see him live that. When he passed away the very next day after that, what one man did. They, we needed 11 to 12 people to do his job. You understand? Like yeah. managing his DD service, managing kirtan seva, doing, you know, worship. yeah, there was like four or five guys doing DD worship. There was like, you know, all that. Like, so there was, yeah. we we had, we, we could realize how much this one person can, he was good at, he was like, uh, you know, his kirtans were amazing, you For know. Time. He did Dhanvas, like, really, like, he wanted to live in Vrindavan. Like, he didn't want it to go anywhere. And he, he had that same Prabhupada and the of this mood, which, like, you take me out, I'll kill you. Yeah. You know, uh, that kind of mood, you know. And uh, uh, because he went to Delhi so many times, he was just like, I don't want to go there. And he just had to go for his book, you know. So he, um, and, and uh, his, his, his deity worship was amazing and beautiful. People like Mayapura, they did that whole thing.
5: worship course, and he was a guest speaker.
2: Yeah, and, and, right. and his dressing of Radishyam is signature. Everybody loves it. And, you know, and Marge, uh, sorry, Mukundata Prabhu always tells about the sweet stories of him dressing the deities and, you know, all his all rasas. So one would you dress know.
5: Shaman, one would dress One Raman. time Radharani
2: yeah. took Krishna's flute and, like, all his rasas. So his expression is uh, very heightened. And and the thing is, when you are not on a level to understand, you will not understand and you'll criticize. So it's better to just stay for, you know, wait for some time. You you can't just... digest who he is. Yeah. Was. Many people couldn't digest what a person he was and came to... Because they have learned that this, this, this is the quality of a devotee. He should have a tilak and he should be, you know... And Vaishnava prad should, should have... <laughs> Yeah, it should have a kurta and have pleated dhoti, the pleat should go this way, or you know, you know, or shaven hair. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just right. saying like like um this one of the comments Prabhupada said that he would like to have ten or twelve devotees to live like Goswami's in Vrindavan. That was his wish. And if um
3: Prabhupada, uh, said,
2: Prabhupada,
0: that.
2: Prabhupada said that. Uh, yeah. oh. and and like dress like like the six Goswamis and you know, like live very simple, you know, the the way that six Goswami lived, you know. Um, I cannot really quote where it is from, but I, I've i heard it through uh, in a lecture. I'm very bad at like, shase, so <laughs> please <laughs> don't, yeah, don't
5: lynch me. So you know. like he took that on, right? So, uh, his, uh,
2: you know, sometimes his dressing style him having long hair. Like people misunderstood that because oh shaven that's how it should be. All long beard you know, but he was doing chaturmasi. He was not having long hair. All there was the- no
5: styling. If he shaved it was the whole head. <laughs> Just the, everything yeah. at
3: once, and it was it was his
2: Chaturmasya, not Chaturmasya, He would do four months, then he would do Kartik breath, Then, if it was yeah. yeah. Poushotsomas, then there would be six months of breath that he would do. So, Rick, there's all that, like you know. So, I think uh, I think devotee should uh, should realize who he is before coming to conclusions with what he mm-hmm. has to say, and and I feel that when a person is actually tasting rasa. Tasting the holy name, they're mm. more like mm. why don't you taste this here take it? why take do you it. want to why, why are you why are you so engrossed in this material world? Get up, you know wake up, and I know who always have that food yeah. and mm. another person had that mood is gonna go in the march. he would just like 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 you know get on people's case, and his lectures are most intense to watch because he would just like grip the whole front row, oh, yeah. You no. know, but he, he presented such amazing di- disciples. He gets such, such beautiful instructions. And that's the thing, you know. Um, I think it's very misunderstood. But I really love what Akinchana Prabhu said. This is the first time I'm hearing Mother Yamuna's realization. She, yeah, she told me that, too.
0: What, what did she say?
5: She, what Akinchena said, how she, oh, right. she, she's, she's come to appreciate Ayendra Prabhu mm. after, after understanding what a perfect person Sham brought for that service.
0: What about his his what about his loyalty to Srila Prabhupada? Sometimes people also can maybe doubt that he didn't look like a Prabhupada disciple per se. He didn't sometimes, you know, his strong speaking and and maybe rubbing people the wrong way. So let's talk a little bit about that.
2: I would say the same, like I just um, for that question also it's like, you know, if you if you actually see uh there is like a uh there's a mold that's been created that 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 this is how everybody should be.
5: Mm. And, and he you, didn't fit into, he If didn't you do it, more um, than sixteen
2: rounds you are you're like doing Ati Bhakti. You know, Atir Bhakti is Churra Lakshan, Prabhupada used to say that. Too much devotion service is is a is a thief's uh, behavior. Mm. <laughs> you know? but, but why not you find people who want to do sixty four hours and who are intimate and who are like quiet, who are uh, have a uh, different rusts, You know, I, I just feel that it's very misunderstood.
3: Mm.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah. We we kind of. Uh, talked about this in preparation for this uh, discussion before, Kinchina, you weren't there. Uh, One of the topics that came up was about his uh, offering to Srila Prabhupada on Srila Prabhupada Disappearance Day in 2009, and kind of the, um, how it was received, uh, how it was given, and the aftermath of it, and kind of what what was, um, how he was kind of treated after that, and so Um, just maybe like a little synopsis. Like I wasn't actually even present for it, but I just remember, um, I remember in the aftermath, even my mother being like, Oh, did you hear like what the offering I gave and she was there. And, um, I think she kind of didn't understand it so well, but, um, You're asking specifically about him being a Prabhupada man. And um, I think there was no doubt, at least to those of us who were close to him about his intense desire to serve Srila Prabhupada and loyalty to his movement by reminding as much as he could about the true purpose and goal of that movement, which is to perform sankirtan and through that means develop your personal loving relationship with Krishna. And so, when he gave this offering, he was, you know, misunderstood by many. First of all, they didn't give him the space to speak. Um, they tried. They put him right at the end, and then you know, um, gave him such a short amount of time and then said, you know, you got to finish early. And so, you know, uh, Rajasundar had a lot more info about, you know, Ayanja Prabhu was kind of angry about that. And then he gave his offering ended up being just an excerpt from his book, um, talking about how all of these different things you may do in Krishna consciousness or in the movement or throughout life um, that you think you're supposed to be doing, you know, in the end, if it's not helping you achieve that goal, to hell with it. And specifically, he was inspired from the excerpt in Krishna book where uh, the Coward Boys and Krishna, they go um, to the Brahmanas and they they're playing and they're hungry and they say, can you guys feed us? And the brahmanas are like, get out of here. We're like busy, you know, during our ritualistic activities and yagyas and chatting mantras, like we don't have time to feed you guys. And so he, he was inspired by that, that, that part where you come to the understanding, the brahmanas came to understand that we were doing all this stuff, like, but what was the goal? We just didn't even realize that the Supreme Personality of Godhead was here asking for us to take care of him wow. and so in a personal way and so i think um he was trying to get to that point when i gave that offering he was trying to show to hell with all of these things like one one that comes off to the, to the top of my head is like the book distribution numbers like it's all a numbers game how many has this temple distributed this christmas marathon how many has that person distributed, et cetera, et cetera. We've distributed this many million. And his point was like, hell with that numbers game, if your own members who are distributing, not your, but we as a society, if we we are distributing these books, but not reading them and understanding the true essence within them. So, but they didn't, the management didn't give him that space to be able to express himself. Mm-hmm. Um, because of either past experiences or whatever, but um, after that that offering um, they everyone kind of just took it in the wrong way and they and they they actually talked about maybe kicking him out of the temple um, etc and I know he was just finishing his book and he wanted to share it with the you know the devotees and they said, you know your book is too controversial to esoteric and if you do print and release it we're gonna have to kick you out like you can't live here and so he was in a very difficult deep state of hurt and uh com- com- he was conf- conflicted what to do he's 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 like you know fused this whole offering of his inner heart you know um and he wants to share it with the devotees and he's being told he's not allowed to. Um, and so to me, what was a clear sign of his loyalty to you know to Srila Prabhupada and Srila Prabhupada's temple, Krishna Balar Mandir he he was like, I can't leave Sham I can't leave this 24 hour kirtan. The service has been given to me basically by Srila Prabhupada. You know, I've come to that realization. Um, that this is my Seba and I can't leave. And so I guess I'll just have to not print my book. And to me, that really started the beginning of the end of his time in this material world, Mm. Uh, whatever attachment, minimal attachment he had left in, you know, in this material world started to be burned away when he showed that, that just like extreme commitment to being at the lotus feet of Radha Sundar and dressing them and doing kirtan for them. And like Vraj Sundar shared, he said, uh, Ayinder Prabhu said that if they kick me out, then I'll go sit outside the gates in front. And, and the gate is directly in line from the outside gate of Krishna Balaram Mandir. If the doors are open, you can see Radha Sundar. And he said, I will sit out there and do kirtan for them. So when he expressed this, you know, we understand that he was hurt by the reception of his godbrothers and god sisters. Um, and, but then when he expressed how, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm going to do whatever they ask me because I don't want to leave this temple and this service. We understood like fully how loyal he was to Sri Prabhupada and how he was just really taking the humble position. And um, in that way, I think it it, it gave us a lot of con- conviction and, you know, no matter what happens to you, no matter who offends you or what, what will happen to you, that, you know, in the end, this is what we want to hold on to is that service of, of singing for Radha Shem Sundar. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know where this came from, but it just like, you know, beautiful. Thank
0: you. Thank you so yeah. much
5: i would like to add one thing
2: anirul said something a uh, few uh, offerings before i wasn't there but one of his offerings was the story of the bramharakshasa and uh, he he said he experienced that and that that, that bramharakshasa was in the corner of his room and was laughing at him and uh and like he said, he chanted all these prayers. He even chanted nursing prayers and everything. Nothing happened. And then he chanted. He said that finally when he took shelter of his guru and he chanted Prabhupada's Pranamantra, the rakshas left. So he, that, that how powerful Prabhupada was. And, uh, and that that was like, I mean, I, from a very young age, I know about Rakshas and all those things. And I never thought about that that mm-hmm. your guru's mantra mm-hmm. is so powerful. We, we always hear mm-hmm. that Rakshas are like these kind of things that you cannot get, uh, nothing can go against them, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was a very, very wonderful uh, offering that Ayanarul gave, and, and he always uh,
5: showed that how much he was for Prabhupada, you know, what Prabhupada meant to him. Yeah. I just really, really quickly wanted to share because um, I just literally – The other day, I found my beautiful uh, Ayendra Prabhu calendar. Mm. And the first thing that I looked at and read was this excerpt from him. It's from an offering to Srila Prabhupada on the occasion of his Vyas Puja. This is from Ayendra Prabhu. I was chanting Hare Krishna at the top of my lungs, walking directly side by side with Srila Prabhupada. And Prabhupada turns to me and goes, Jai. So that is the only thing he ever said to me. But because he said that to me in relation to my engagement in Nam Sankirtan, I took it as a great inspiration for my whole life. Um, Wait, which way? Yeah, this way?
0: Yeah.
4: It's beautiful.
5: Yeah. So, I mean, it's very clear to us, at least.
0: You mm. oh, oh, lost the Kinchina. He was going to say something. Krishna, do you have anything to add to that?
3: About him being loyal
4: to Prabhupada?
3: Yeah. I mean,
4: or, or, or like, is there any question about it? loyalty? Because, you know, each Prabhupada disciple has a different vision of the movement, kind of. Right. You know? So they can be saying that I'm loyal because I'm opening farms, you know, because I'm following the Varnarsham Dharma, because I'm. Uh, doing, you know, whatever, you know, but, and it's fine, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all part of the thing, but Indra Prabhu, I mean, it's like, it's, it's just, I don't even think this is a question, like, Indra Prabhu was, like, loyalty personified, you know, like, everything he did was for Prabhupada, you know. And if you understand the Siddhanta, you know, like you you know that it's all, you know, you know, in accordance to to the Shastra, to what Prabhupada wanted. Uh, maybe because he he was too heavy for some, you know. Maybe because he he would uh, follow chaturmasya or like chant lots around or like dress in a different way. Right. Like like the other uh, day, Amal was saying, like you have to develop your own relationship with Krishna. You cannot, like, you know, like, we're not clones. We're not robots that we all have, you know, the same tendencies or the same, you know, taste, you know, the same flavor. We We, we all have different flavors, you know, of how, you know, we want Krishna to enjoy us. So, you know... I don't know, like, loyalty, like, loyalty, like, like, Prabhupada gave so much, you know, like, and everyone is like, oh, like, sometimes they feel like, oh, there's no compassion in this world, like, everything is right there, you know, like, you just don't want to grab it, and he did, you know, yeah. and he did, and he, and he took it to hard, and he took it, and, and, and he went back to Godhead. Because of Prabhupada, you know, because his loyalty to Prabhupada. He didn't turn, you know, and, oh, maybe this, whatever, you know, society has better, you know, things. Maybe this part of, you know, Vrindavan has better things. Maybe that part of Vrindavan has something greater to offer. Maybe there is, there is, but like, you know, Prabhupada said, you know, like the, the whole, you know, spiritual world is within, you know, the Krishna Malaram walls you know?
3: Right. So,
4: People cannot say he wasn't loyal because because he spoke about this or because he, he he did that or because to hell. Like are you that sensitive that you cannot, you know to, <laughs> to hell with this? it's true. Yeah. So and you, you wanna like label him as like not loyal just because like he was speaking the truth for your own benefit? Or maybe for you to wake up and you know realize oh maybe you know he's right maybe we should you know prioritize the yoga dharma more in our temples in our communities right so i think that the way the bodies took i mean especially that offering it's like it's just it's not fair you know and it really it really from then, from there, like Amal said, it just it just changed everything, you know. You know, like he said, it was like the beginning of the end, but not the end for him, at least, you know. The end for us, because you know, Krishna is like, oh, you don't want to, you know, you know, you want to understand, you know, my Andrew Pro, then I'm gonna take him. How oh, that happened? He did. You know, and you know, it, it was never like about like Indra was like it wasn't never about him you know of course it was about him but like him trying to open our eyes you know to the whole piece of cake that we have to you know that is there but like we're so lazy to we're so, we're so like we're so um, uh, we have so many different agendas you know yeah you know, so many different uh, understandings of the philosophy. We have so many different paths of like, oh, maybe this way is better because it's comfortable, you know, because it doesn't take that much responsibility, you know. But the cake is there, and, you know, all you have to do is cut it and take it, you know, to heart. And that's what he did, you know. And what was his cake? Prabhupada's books. Prabhupada's everything, you know, everything Prabhupada. You know, so you cannot tell that he wasn't loyal because if he wasn't loyal, he would be in Radakun, you know, or he would be in Govardhan, or he would be in you know like somewhere else. But he didn't. He right. stayed in you know, in his Krishna Mandir, you know. So you cannot right. label him as as not loyal because if anyone, he's like the most loyal person I ever met. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well stated. Akintshna, you wanted oh, to add to that. Thanks, Radhakrishna.
1: Yeah, I, th- I mean, a, a lot of nice points were already made. There was there was one time when I was uh, with him in his room, and you know, the Krishna Balaram Mandir has gone through many different temple presidents, many different managers in you know the forty some odd years it's it's been here. Or I guess at the time it would have been you know thirty some odd years, um, so uh, different different managers, different temple presidents uh, had different types of relationships with Ayendra Prabhu. Some I think could be characterized as much more favorable, and some unfavorable. And so there was there was uh, some some years where he, he was feeling. Um, like the management was very unfavorable to him, and he was expressing a lot of frustration. Anyway, what he said to me was, um, he said, "You know, sometimes I think about taking the Kirtan party, and uh, you know, and maybe moving out. We can we can find another ashram and do the Kirtan there, and we can just point the." Sp- of Krishna Balaram and Radha Shama so that they can hear the Kirtan. He said he, he said something like that. Sometimes I think about that. He said, but I've decided, I've, I've like made a vow that I will stay in the institution of my spiritual master for at least 50 years. So that when the day comes, when I meet Srila Prabhupada again, I'll be able to say to him, well, Srila Prabhupada, at least I managed to stay in your institution for 50 years. <laughs> <So
3: nice.
1: laughs> wow. I, I was appreciated that. Um, <coughs> you know, uh, I, I liked Amal brought up the point that the, uh, the story when, when Ayinder Prabhu was in, uh, I think it was Baltimore at Potomac. Um, and I, Ayinder was leading Kirtan uh, you know, like a guru puja kirtan or a pre guru puja kirtan and Srila Prabhupada turned to him and said, jai. And, mm-hmm. and, and so I understood that was like the whole impetus, um, you know, for, for all of my, everything I've done after that, you know, the impetus was that, um, you know, I got a jai out of Srila Prabhupada when I was doing Harinam Sankirtan. So the whole point has been, you know, how to get more jais out of Srila Prabhupada. One story that, that I heard that at a certain point, uh, maybe when Indra Prabhu was in New York City in the early 80s, um, uh, I, he was frustrated that the devotees were not going out and doing Harinam Sankirtan, that Harinam had, had become a uh, you know, much, much less prominent feature of the Hare Krishna movement than it had been. And so he was kind of complaining about that, and he was, he was frustrated and upset. And one of his godbrothers said to him, you know, Andrew Prabhu, instead of complaining that the devotees aren't going out with you and doing sankirtan, why don't you do sankirtan in such a way that it's, um, that people feel inspired, that people are like attracted and that they feel inspired to go out with you? And so, anyway, from what I understood, Ayindra Prabhu really took that to heart as, like, being an instruction from his spiritual master. And I think, you know, if you consider, you know, um, Ay- Ayindra's example, how he, uh, how he, like, embodied that instruction in such an incredible way. I mean, practically speaking, he like inspired the whole Hare Krishna movement with his like ecstatic style of Sankirtan. You know, the whole the whole movement has become like more enlivened to uh to do Harinam Sankirtan. And I think Iindra is like, you know, at the absolutely at the forefront of that wave of enthusiasm. Um so yeah, I, I mean, I think there's many things we could say about his his fidelity and faith in Srila Prabhupada. Um, you know, certainly he heard very, very thoroughly from Srila Prabhupada. Um, you know, one story that comes to mind, there was a devotee that went to Ayendra Prabhu and he said, "Ayendra, how can I remember Vrindavan even if I'm not in Vrindavan? And so Ayindra started answering the question by saying, well, there's a book, um, Vrindavan Mahi Mamrita, with so many beautiful descriptions of Vrindavan. And if you'll read that book, then you can always stay absorbed in kind of consciousness of Vrindavan. So he started by answering that way. And then he paused and he said, wait a second, have you read all of Srila Prabhupada's books? And this particular devotee was kind of like, oh, well, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, you know, I kind of of read parts of it or something. Um, But it was like (laughs) his answer was like, it wasn't really that solid. And I just started like blasting him. He said, forget about Vrindavan Mahimamrita. He said, what are you doing in this ISKCON movement? What are you doing if you haven't read all of Srila Prabhupada's books? He said I read all of Srila Prabhupada's books within my first 3 years in this Hare Krishna movement the whole Bhagavatam the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita you know all the big books all the small books and even all the back to godhead magazines <laughs> Wow uh, you know I remember my friend Premamrita he told me at one point he was on the night shift And he, you know, every night when he would come back at one in the morning, we know Ayendra kept an incredible odd schedule and he wouldn't sleep, you know, for most of the night. Oftentimes, he said every single night that I was walking by Ayendra's room, coming back to the ashram after my night kirtan shift, Ayendra was always listening to Srila Prabhupada's lectures. Um... And and there was one time I was in the car, I was in a car with Aindra. There was there was a, um, a devotee offered us to drive us to a program, you know, nothing planned ahead of time. We we went into the car and the devotee turns on his like CD player, and a lecture of Srila Prabhupada comes on. And within the first 15 or 20 seconds, the first one or two sentences that Srila Prabhupada says. Ayindra immediately says, oh, I love this lecture. This is the lecture where Prabhupada says this and this and this and this. And he was like, you know, he was so, he had heard so thoroughly from Srila Prabhupada that he knew everything that was in the lecture, you know, that was in this kind of random person, uh, RCE player. So, um, you know, and anyway, just the fact that, you know, this 24-hour kirtan, it was an incredibly important service that, that, that Srila Prabhupada really wanted to establish. And, you know, maybe people take it for granted now, but if you can hear from the older devotees that were there in Vrindavan, it wasn't easy and they weren't able to maintain it until Ayendra came and was able to like, and he fully dedicated himself to it. And, you know, beyond that, he, he made it something like ecstatic. He, he, he developed a style of kirtan that, you know, was attractive to devotees from all over the world. And, you know, and it's, it's somehow still going today. And, you know, it's like the Krishna Balaram Mandir is like a magical place because of that kirtan. It's, uh, you know, for all the, all the different temples in Vrindavan, our Krishna Balaram Mandir is like, uh, you know, it's like, it's one of the most happening places and it's in no small part because of that 24 kirtan. So it's, it's, it's genius that Prabhupada wanted that kirtan and it's, and it's, and it's completely to Iindra's credit that, uh, that it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sorry, I just, just one more thing, just, I'm reminding myself, you know, there was one time, um, I don't know if this story is going to come out right. But there was one time where Ayinder was telling me about, you know, there's different types of Kirtan. He said there's there's a type of Kirtan that's like the Maha Raslila, where you're you're doing Kirtan with all kinds of people. And then there's the more intimate um uh Raslila that you know is more exclusive like to Radharani and her friends. And so So you know, so some kirtan, it's like when you're doing it with a close knit group, um, and then there's another type of kirtan where you're trying to engage all kinds of you know people from the public and things like that. And so what I said was, I said, Ayendra Prabhu, you're very lucky because. because even though you're doing the kind of kirtan, like the Maha Ras Lila type of kirtan, um, because there's, you know, all kinds of pilgrims always coming through the, the Krishna Mandir, So you're doing kirtan with all kinds of new people and strangers and like that. He, I said, you're very lucky because you're able to do kirtan kind of in a more intimate way because you have your group of people with you that support you. So you can do kind of like more exotic, deep melodies and, and, and styles and, and, you know, ways of developing your kirtan, even though it's with all kinds of people. So I use that word. I said, you're lucky. <laughs> and, and I, and I, I said, yeah, you know, I guess, I guess you could say, you know, um you, you know, it's luck that, that uh that you know that we're doing kirtan this way um I think I'm telling this story wrong he said he said, but actually he said actually, it is by the determination of one man that we have what we have here today mm-hmm. so. I mean, you know, what other, how many, how many devotees, you know, however dedicated to Prabhupada have stayed living in the brahmachari ashram of, you know, of an ISKCON temple throughout their entire life. That's a rare thing. That's a phenomenal be, yeah. thing. And, um, you know, so someone, so, 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 you know, he he's someone that was able to do that. Um, I think anyway, I, you know after, after spending a long time with with uh, with Ayindra, at one point i was i was uh i was with my guru and some something that we were discussing and my guru just laughed at me he said "Ayendra made you such a fanatic in other words he was jo- he was <laughs> he was joking that like um you know my kind of my my uh my level of trust and faith and uh, in Srila Prabhupada it really changed as a result of my association with Ayendra. So how would that be possible if Ayendra himself is not um, exceptionally faithful to Srila Prabhupada? Right.
0: You know
2: what? Um, just wanted to Yeah. What Akhichana was saying about the books, and Ayindra also said about his book, and he said that before you read my book, you should read all of Srila Prabhupada's book and many people feel like oh it's a controversial book so let's read it first you know many people get on that wagon. but it Pro, himself said first read all Prabhupada books otherwise you will not understand my book mm.
3: yeah so
0: yeah a Just lot of right thank you thank you so so you were saying basically after that 2009 um uh, offering it was a kind of a shift in his i mean he left this world in 2010 so there was a shift basically in his thinking uh, a little bit and he got into more his his uh, own sadhana and everything right after that after all that happened
2: I think he was very disturbed that was one thing so right. uh, he he this is like uh um, that summer was very intense not many people were there I think there was uh, a lot like, of summer? uh yeah the 2010 summer uh when everybody uh had gone uh I, even like i remember martanda was singing alone the one to four sh- no not one ten four, to four ten to one ship all alone right. and he used to like call all the all the p- pilgrims to sit and play some instrument oh, okay. in the day oh wow yeah. I mean he was he was oh. like he, he was having a hard time with other members. But at the same time there was like, like hardly like ten people in the ashram. That was I think the less the, the least amount of devotees in the ashram. Mm-hmm. I would say it's two thousand and two thousand nine I've seen. And uh, he was very internal, uh and like he was mostly like uh like I don't think there was much of a
5: were, were any of us that um his that last radhakund visit i i wasn't there but i could i i heard from gopal prabhu that they went to Radak he was going to radhakund and uh maybe like five six other devotees wanted to go with him and he said he was kind of reluctant but then he said okay you can come as long as no one talks mm-hmm. and the whole way he was just chanting japa and he took bath in Radhakun, He had his Giri Raj Sheila, and it was like that very solemn. He was going inwards. I wasn't right. there, but you can see from the pictures as well. Um, but the, that Purushota, that was his last Purushota Mass. Um, was the April May. I left in March, but I heard afterwards how what an intense Purushota Mass it was, and how. He obviously went really deeply, you know, as if he knew it was his last crucial tamas.
2: Can't really tell.
0: Right. You, you know, there's a lot of devotees who are very inspired by Ender Prabhu, like younger devotees who didn't get to meet him. So, what would you say or advise them to how to follow? Aindr Prabhu like if they are very inspired by him and they want to follow him what would what would you say because sometimes the tendency is that one can speak very strongly but like you said kirtan premi you have to walk the talk you can't just say all you can't speak like him but at the same time not act like him you know so what would you advise to be to someone who wants to fo- be his follower or because he's a very influential person we can we can say that right so i think we ex-
2: uh, I, I think people should s- not uh, imitate him, but follow him. Anytime people try to dress up like him, yeah, there's a difference
3: of that. Like him, difference, right?
2: Or you know, do the haldi, all that like him. You know, it's don't imitate him. Be be yourself. And and he has given. Uh, he has uh, like presented a, a a style. Or
5: uh I, I think I think like. The most important thing that we've been kind of saying about what he was giving was about being an individual and finding your individual offering to Krishna. Like Radhakrishna said, that like we all have something unique to offer for Krishna to enjoy. So it's not that if you, it's like, yeah, it's not that you just like sing in his style, then Krishna will be happy with you because you sound like Iyendra Prabhu. But it's like it's like the principle behind it. It's like the amount of kirtan he's doing and the mood he's doing it by way of engaging, you know, so many people, whoever they are, whatever they're into. But, yeah.
2: I think one of the things that Iyendra uh, Prabhu uh, told me and uh, and it's, it's my instruction, but I, I, if anybody can, take, uh, can benefit, use it or benefit yeah. from it also. And he, because I was having a hard time doing kirtan, and when I was doing kirtan, it didn't really connect. It just felt very superficial right. with all the alankars and alaps and all the structures and everything. and
3: Just kind of technical. Yeah, it
2: becomes mechanical, technical, you know. So I went to him and I asked him, like, I don't feel anything. Yeah. Like how you feel, you can actually feel the mood. Uh, but I don't feel anything. And he asked the first question he asked me, is like, how is your sadhana? Right. How is your chanting? And I said, it's not really that good. And he said, you know, he said, uh, what he says, Sankirtan and Nama Sankirtan needs to be like this. They need to be equal. They should not be so, one low, no. one high. He said, you should have the same amount of, like, if you do 16 rounds of, uh, uh japa, you should have
0: like, like some equivalent, a equivalent, like, amount like two,
2: of, hours or two, two hours of, I don't
0: know. Oh, very it, interesting, very interesting point.
2: Yeah, he said that you should have, and it's very, it's like one Dependent. is your private relationship and one is your public relationship. And the public relationship will only be expressed how private you like, how internal well
3: you are, how well your private relationship. yeah.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, I don't have yeah. like perfect memory, but he said how you are internally would come out like that if you are, you know, so that's why you need to do your sadhana well. If your sadhana is good, then your kirtan would be good too, not, not just in the sense. And um, one of the other instructions he was saying that, that he said that don't do kirtan for public pleasure. He said, you do kirtan for for, for Shyam, And if you put, it's like he gave you an analogy of, if you put water in the roots, then all the, the leaves are, then you don't have to worry about every, like, oh,
3: branch, you
2: know, which is distraction. So he said that better just focus on the leaders and do kirtan for them. So then you, you know, so if yeah. somebody can benefit, it was personal, but I think it's a very general kind of uh." instruction that he gave.
5: Um, Yeah, I I mean, in his, I wish somehow I had been able to record it in my last interaction with him when he spoke to me. Um, There were quite a few other devotees around, so it it would probably be good to, you know, um, try and see if they remember as well, like Ram Roy Prabhu was there. I was there. Yeah, Kinshina Krishna Prabhu was there, Chaitanya Prakash come My father was there. I think Surari Asugosh was there. But um, the the overall gist of his, you know, like last instructions to me was in that similar um, understanding of uh, just wherever I go to try and do Kirtan with the highest goal in mind. First of all, do Kirtan as much as you can, um, as much as possible in your daily life and the mood behind doing that kirtan it should be uh, like very like an arrow one pointed and that should just be for the pleasure of Radha and krishna and lord chaitanya and just like you said it through like just if you want to hit the target like you'll get you know the reward, or whatever. So, um, anything else that you're worried about, you know. And he gave other talks about this that are recorded about about doing kirtan um, with that, you know, high aim, um, and how everything else will be taken care of. Um, he he said he said to me. He said, I remember him saying the words "bukti" and "mukti." He said, although you know we don't aspire for liberation. But uh, or material wealth or opulences. But he said, by just doing kirtan, trying to attain bhakti, uh, all of these other things are included. And he said to me, they'll come with their hands folded to you. So basically, just do sankirtan with the highest goal in mind. And he said to me, all these other things that you're worried about in life, will be taken care of and you know he also has a nice story about you know how he said do uh, just do kirtan waterani will take care, yeah, will take care of, you. of you and there's so many stories he himself you know out of money out of ghee to for cooking for his deities and that very day someone comes in with what he needs to serve his deities and so i mean i can say personally i've I've tried to follow those instructions, uh, you know, at least when it comes to the mood and purpose behind when I do kirtan. And I'm experiencing it firsthand in my life um, ever since he left where, um, like, Krishna's, you know, taking care of me in a very mystical, magical way. Like, Like, I may not have faith in Krishna myself. And, you know, even, you know, Srila Prabhupada, so to say, because, you know, I haven't understood all his books and everything, but because I love Ayendra Prabhu and I know I have faith in his words, and because I know he loves Krishna, I feel like what he spoke to me, like, almost, like, Krishna has to fulfill... His instruction to me almost like well because I Andrew Prabhu told amal that if he does kirtan in this mood he'll be taken care of then I have to you know so it's it's seriously almost it's it's like that like I I just have faith in his words and and it's hard but I experienced that you know so um it's just really magical when and he he talked all about how Krishna wants us to be dependent on him. And it's such an interesting, um, it's not interesting, but it's not preached in our movement, but it's actually the highest, you know, it's all through Bhakti Yivnoda Thakur's bhajans about Krishna being your maintainer and everything. And, and and coming to that understanding is very high, actually, but he w- he was saying it's like one of the most basic, simple, Things to try to take is just learning to, you know, do Sankirtan and have Krishna be your maintainer and you're dependent on Him throughout life. And it doesn't matter your, var- you know, like if Grihasta, Brahmachari, Sannyasi, Vanaprasta, your Varna, whatever. But you, He spoke to me like that. And so that's some of the instructions that He gave that. Others can try and follow if they have that faith.
0: Wow, amazing! Very, very, uh, very deep realization, um, Radha Krishna. What about you? Like, what would you say to someone who? I mean, you had so much association with him. You know, you yeah. you more than everyone. You know, from from whatever 2005 all the way. Uh, so you like, you were with him for so so long. So what would you say to someone who, who wants to also? You know, follow him.
4: I mean, it's all about Prabhupada. You know, it's um, like when you realize that what am what am I doing things for? You know, what what do I want to get out of? You know, following Indra or like following Prabhupada or like my sadhana or like my actions like you cannot say I would follow Indra because it's it's not right, you know. Indra probably is like very, very advanced and high, but like you have to understand that he was following Prabhupada. So this is not Aindra's moment, you know, right. don't don't take it that way because then then you're you're, you're misconceiving things, you know. It's uh it wasn't you know, nice things. You know, it wasn't Indra's movement. It wasn't Indra's you know, cult. You know, yeah. everything. It's not a cult. You know, it's not, not Indra's cult. It's it's all like we said mentioned before. It, it was all according to what Prabhupada wanted. You know. So first, you have to understand that. that
0: Great point. Great point.
4: You, know, you can follow Indra Pavu, but you have to understand that. Prabhupada, you know, it's always, you know, like Aindrapo was like inspired by Prabhupada. So don't, there's two different, you know, it's dangerous, you know? Yes. Two different roads. So, and then uh, after you realize that, then you have to, like Kirtan Premise, don't imitate Aindra Prabhu. You know, don't don't dress like him. Don't 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 try to understand don't try to repeat the things he said without understanding and realizing what they mean, you know? Because I can tell you right now, oh Andra Prabhu said this, but that was Andra Prabhu. And he realized these things, you know. So by, by saying by quoting Andra Prabhu, you don't become any advanced. Maybe it helps you to understand that oh, this is the way, and you know, but you have to have your your, your personal relationship, like I also said, you know. And then, uh, I mean, if you want to really like connect with another then you have to do things with purity, you know. You don't have to, like when, for example, when I came to to Brandavan and I, I was like. You know, because I, you know, became like good at cartels and whatever. Them. So like, I was learning from Adiras and Greg, that I was always looking at them and, like, and kind of being envious. You know, like, Aindra Prabhu loves them so much because they're so good at it. You know, because they can deliver what he wants. Because they can, they can do like things that like, wow. <laughs> you know, so I was like how can I become like that, you know? How can I improve and notice me? How can he, he like me? How can he, like Amal mentioned before, how can he want me, you know? Like, how can he need me, you know? Right. Like, you wanted to be like, like, no matter, do whatever you, you, know, you could do to like, you know, have his attention and have his love, have his care, have his, you know, like his, his, his compassion, you know, on you, you know? So then I, cause this envy, you know, like you just transform it, you know, into something else, you know, to some, like into love, you know, kind of thing. Like if I want angry people to notice me, then I have to be a good example. You know, I have to, I have to do a good turn. I have a good turn. and I have to, to, to be not in his level because I will never be, but like on that path, you know? Like, if you want, it's like the bumblebees, like when, when they, you know, go really smelling the flowers and they have no scent, they go away, you know? I don't want to be like this scentless flower, but then if you, like, you know, if you become full of, like, you know, knowledge and, and all these things, then you start, you know, you start to smell good, you know, mm. then you're noticed, you know? So I wanted that, you know? I wanted Andrew Prabhu to, like, to be like, I wanted to be part of his, you know, his, his, his thing, you know? And then, uh, but it went, like, like I said, I tried in different ways, but it didn't work, you know, trying to imitate how he plays or try to, I mean, like, you know, like anything, you know, like little things, you know, for him to, like, notice me more, you know? Yeah. I, I, like, for him, for me, he was like, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, I cannot describe, like, how much he meant, you know, for me. But, the things I saw, the things I heard, you know, like, how he took care of Aduras when he was, like, you know, when he fell from, you know, Radha because of his epilepsy attack. All these things, like, made me realize that, you know, like, Ainder Prabhu is another level, you know. And then... If I really want to be a good follower, be a good, you know, a good per se, uh, not disciple but like, you know, good devotee in general, you know, I have to understand that Prabhupada has given us everything, you know, that Prabhupada has come to this place, you know, to give out compassion for everyone, you know. And if we don't take that, if we don't, if we betray that gift, then we're betraying ourselves, you know, because there's nothing else. There's nothing higher, you know, and there's nothing, you know, more beautiful than to follow what pa- Prabhupada came to give. And it happens that Indra Prabhu did it. And we didn't meet Prabhupada. Our parents did. But that's their, you know, understanding of how, like, like that's their their. Their highlights of their life, you know. Right. Having a relationship with Prabhupada, serving Prabhupada, or, you know, all these things for Prabhupada. Well Andraphu had that for us, you know. He was a Prabhupada disciple, but he was like our Prabhupada, you know, kind of kind of thing, you know. Because 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 he was like all like Everything, everything was like so pure, so beautiful, so heavy, so perfect. So like, like you live in like in another world with him. And then uh, if you wanna follow Prabhu, you have to, you have to understand that, that this is, it's not a cheap thing, you know, like he used to say, you know, like, it's not a cheap thing that, you know, to want Krishna, to to, to try to reach Krishna. So, you can be doing kirtan, you can be, you know, preaching, but you have to understand that your purity has to be strong. You have to, your kirtan has to be backed up by your by your sadhana, by, by so many things that means nature Like, otherwise, like you said, like, you're just making noise, you know. Mm. And then, uh, like, personally... And it's like this is like the way I been you know I've survived, you know, without him physically is that I just every morning pretty much or you know any during the during the day like I close my eyes and I just like find myself in Brehaven,
1: you know like
4: next to him or like in his room or like just like even seeing him walk, you know. Like I find myself there and then and then I, I think to myself, I tell to myself, this is what I want. This is what I want to experience again, you know. It's like, it's like a filter to my life, to my actions. Like, you know, first you have to be a good devotee, you have to do all these things, but not because, you know, you have to, because you want to reach that, you know, place again, you know, like, so when you find yourself, like, I know like so many devotees from daily, they love Aintrapoop so much, you know, they all we used to come, they used to, you know, like, like from daily, from everywhere in the world, you know, and they, they all wanted a piece, you know, of, of the cake, like we all did. And they're they, they trying so hard, you know, like to come from Delhi, you know, to, to do kirtan, you know, like because they have work, because everyone, everyone has their own agenda, like, like I said, but and it's fine, you know, because like you have to be responsible as well. But the main thing is that anything you do won't be enough if you don't add some kirtan to it, you know, it's just like it's, it's, it's something is missing.
3: Hmm.
4: You know, and he, he was given that you know, like whatever you do, you know, do Kirtan, you know. You have to work in Delhi for ten hours. Try to do Kirtan as much as you can. You have to go back to Russia and, you know, like do this and that, and, like, but do Kirtan. But not just Kirtan, you know, just not voice, you know, like noise and like you know, like you have to make your kirtan so pure that you can actually do something for Prabhupada women, that you can attract people you know, to this pure, you know, movement, because it's a pure moment, you know. So, you know, sometimes we think that, you know, we don't have enough skills in Kirtan. We don't have a pretty voice. We don't, cannot play my or like, that's, that's secondary, like you said, like, you can clap your hands and go in the streets, But if your heart is full of, you know, purity and like the, the, the right, uh, Intention. Intention. Then what else do you need? You know? So if you want to be close to Anjana Prabhu, then you have to understand that it's all, you know, everything comes, you know, it's like hand to hand, you know, your sadhana, you know, your kirtan, your actions, everything. And then Krishna will, you know, you eventually will, you know, like, realize things and, you know, go through things, but he will always be, you know, he will always be that connection that you want to have when I am up, you know, and he will, you know, appear to you, he will send someone to you, like, to help you out, and that's what I do, like, we're here in New York, you know, and The only thing that helps him is when I said closing my eyes and going back to Vrindavan, and feeling safe, feeling powerful, feeling, you know, invincible next to him. You know, it's not that. Also, like, what you can do, like, support your Harnam, you know, support your, you know, local You support your temple. We have Ram Roy Prabhu here, you know. Ever since Andrew Prabhu left, he, he came here, you know, to do Harinam as an offering for Andrew Prabhu. So like you can tell, say, oh, I love Andrew Prabhu. I love Prabhupada. I'm from ISKCON, but like, are you really? Like, what are you doing to like have that title?
3: <laughs> you know,
4: are you going out to the streets? Are you helping out your local Harinam? Are you going to the temple to wash some pots to clean, you know, the floors, or are you just giving donations and you think you're gonna go back to Godhead? It's not like that, you know. So, you know, we have here, we have so much facility.
5: I, I, I Andrew Rubo gave us the perfect example by doing every single seva that you could, you know, and, and, and someone asked, What was that, GBC? Title, he said? Blue, blue bathroom cleaner. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: what do you say? I'm a uh... great bathroom cleaner.
0: Yeah. Great bathroom cleaner?
5: But yeah, he, Madhava Prabhu tells great stories about Ayanjav Prabhu engaging him in toilet cleaning seva. But it's like that. There is no, he used to say, there's no high or low, you know, service in the spiritual mm. world. So in Krishna consciousness, we have to have that same mentality. He spoke about many times.
3: Mm-hmm. True.
0: Well, well said. Krishna Amal, thank you.
3: Thank you, Radha. Can
0: you do? You that wanna... just a
4: little thing, you know, but uh... yeah. No, I mean, I said just, just a little thing. I, I think I went all over and like, I don't really know. What no,
0: it, was,
5: it, it was perfect.
0: No, no, it was great. It was from the heart.
4: It's like at the end, you know, like I said, like, what do you want from this movement? Do you want fame? you want to do Kirtan for this, for that? Like, what do you want? What's
0: what's your motivation?
4: You know, and perhaps we all go through that, you know? Because we don't understand that, you know? Because it's it's a process, you know? Like, it has to come, you know, eventually it will come, but, and I'm not judging, I'm not criticizing, I'm not trying to put anyone down, you know? Like, I'm just, you know? saying what I saw. And I saw the perfect example, the highest example, you know? Right. So for me to come down to that, it's, you know, a a little hard because, you know, it's like you have the highest thing and then, then, of course, you can appreciate, you know, everyone is doing service. Everyone is trying to take, you know, on Mahaprabhu's mission. everyone's trying to preach. But, you know, there's always so much you can do, you know, you can do more. Right. Because we have so much facility, we have so much service, we have, like like he said, you know, Prabhupada movement is complete, you know. It's so complete that you cannot even, like, understand how complete it is, you know, like, but we, like, kind of, like, put a wall between us and that because we're scared or because we're lazy or because we don't, you know, even understand, like, but examples like him, that's our, our example for us, you know. Mm. You know. So, so just
0: uh uh Akinjana, I just googled Vrindavan time. It's like one forty-five AM or
2: something <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw somebody apologize and
5: said uh,
3: Please, yeah, please yeah. add I'm something in right now up travel
0: night. Please, please add something.
1: Um, how can one, you how know,
0: follow Ayendra Prabhu.
1: Yeah. Um, I just have an anecdote. One senior devotee went to, to Ayendra Prabhu and was kind of complaining to him a little bit. And he said, You know, Ayendra, these days, you know, I've spoken to some of these young kids and, uh, and they say, you know, we don't chant Joppa, we just do Kirtan. We're following Ayendra Prabhu. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, and Ayendra Prabhu said to that devotee, he said, you know me better than that. I never preach such nonsense. I'm chanting 116 rounds every day. If someone wants to say that they're following me, at least they can chant their sixteen rounds. <laughs>
3: wow.
1: <laughs> wow! So, um, yeah, I love I love how Radha Krishna, what Radha Krishna said. Um, uh, you know, following Srila Prabhupada, I think I think we can take so much inspiration from the example of Ayendra Prabhu. And I think many of the devotees um that uh that are now following Ayindra um I think we can take so much inspiration from them as well I mean the first person that comes to mind is is Ram Roy Prabhu you know he's done absolutely phenomenal phenomenal service um you know out of his love for aindra Prabhu and I think you know right there there's uh <laughs> Everything you need to know, look at Ram Roy um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you can see w- what it means to be a uh, you know, an empowered, beautiful follower of I Prabhu or. or Maha. you know the contribution that he's made, the dedication that he has. I think that's you know it's tremendous uh, it's tremendous what he's done. And then you know so many good people that are that have dedicated to 24 hour kirtan. Um, I mean the list is long. Govinda Prabhu, who's now, you know, in charge of the party, look at his dedication for so long. Um, Gopal, Brindavan, you know, all the years and the sacrifice that they put in, Bhagavad Purana still going strong um <laughs> i mean all know. of
3: you
0: all of you as well you all are you know the the amount the of kirtan you all are doing traveling and and and, pre- and preaching and things like that i mean this is uh this is a part of the beauty of of Ayanda prabhu's legacy is all of you saying you know speaking his his uh, stories and his glories and things but also following through and and uh trying to share what his real uh instructions were and his ideas were and 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 how to you know follow Srila Prabhupada's instructions of what the ISKCON movement was about sorry to interject there but I wanted to give you guys kudos as well
1: yeah I mean personally you know when I think of what I feel I Indra would have expected for me I feel I fall very 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 far short of that um but uh in any case, you know whatever it is, uh, I still love ayendra Prabhu, and um, you can just try, according to my very limited, humble capacity, according to my very fallen, conditioned nature, try to make some kind of contribution. Um, but again, I'm I'm like looking up and having great respect for uh, for so many of the people that I see that are um, you know really inspired incredible examples right so yeah. I, I i feel like you know you want to you, you want to follow Aindra Prabhu, you can look around and uh and see how some other guys are or not just guys how some other devotees are doing that and yeah. uh you can you know learn tremendous amount
0: very nice very nice okay well we're at a uh, two hours and and uh, 18 minutes and uh I like to just um, perhaps end it here with going around and just maybe some closing words about um, what he means to you, like from the heart, what he means to you, not just stories, but from your own personal experience. You can play me if you want to start.
2: I think I, I always uh, hungered for a person of substance. And growing up in Bombay, uh, which is like the uh, the heart of uh, bu- bureaucracy in Islam, uh, I always looked for shots fired. <laughs> I always looked for like pure pureness. And uh, I grew up in Bombay. I I I I will tell you, it, it's all about. Who, who has uh, the best life member who can earn the most money for the temple. I know it's all important. We just had our temple, what do you call it, 43rd anniversary. Mm. And uh, uh, I, I'm not saying somebody's service is menial or somebody less- is more, less important, you know, just, just for me, because it's about me personally.
3: Yeah.
2: I always felt uh, to find a person who, uh, not only just who walks the talk but also is uh is like um like try to to be more uh, uh like in a sense simple simplicity, yeah you know simple chanting simple living simple that's you know I think everybody tries to find you know and i found that with aina prabhu and uh he was he was quite he was such an amazing person and that uh I, I that's one thing i loved about vrindavan is that i found people like that like aina prabhu like kurmaruva prabhu they're all simple devotees who are re, like they're realizing the highest by doing simple service you know yeah. not not by like doing something that's like you know Takes PhDs and you know so uh, I I'm very very grateful for him uh, because uh, I think music was something I was uh, always around, always surrounded. Music and arts was like always around me, and I was looking for it all around, everywhere. I was more into like m- my way of preaching and doing things for Prabhupada was I wanted to get a drum set. I was like on that with my father. And a drum set. <laughs> and I wanted to be part of a rock band with my school friends. I wanted, you know, one friend will play bass and uh, guitar. And I was, uh, you know, we were going to uh, make spiritual songs. And, you know, I was inspired by the 108 band and and uh, Tittikshva Karunika And, you know, all these bands, they would, a few glimpses here and there would come so i was very inspired by music and i kept looking into that world i was going for uh, to concerts uh, of like uh, metal heads and you know and and my father by krishna's mercy always kept me away from there because there was bad association so i am very grateful to him and uh, and then but Music was always around, and I kept looking everywhere for it. And uh, it, I just didn't realize that it was right under my nose. It was right there. Kirtan was our day-to-day thing. But like what uh, Kinchanapu was saying, how it was in Tuakul, just like, you know, but then you come to Brindavan and you experience the, the full charge of it, like, you know, the beauty of it. And you can see it in this way. Like, oh, that makes sense. That's beautiful. Like, you know, right. so uh, I am very, very like. Uh, um, I'm very grateful that Pro- that know uh encouraged me in that that way. He gave me that service. And uh, for me, I think I am who I am because of him. I cannot give credit to anybody for who I am. Um. And uh, and the thing I would say is that I'm just burning my good karmas, and one day, you know, to to actually follow Indru, it'll take lifetimes. So I've just begun. So for me to actually follow all the things that he has send, said, said, it will take a long time for me, I, and I'll keep coming to to you know realize one thing after the other. So and uh, I'm 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 I always. Uh, I am very grateful for him to engage me where where uh I had a very rough time uh being uh labeled and pushed away uh, as you don't have any service you don't you can't do anything you know you're like useless you know that's what you know so i and doing kirtan and just doing kirtan. I never had this vision. I never, never in my wildest dream had this idea, oh, we'll travel around the world and we'll do, go to go do South Africa and go to Australia and go to America and do Kirtan. Never was the whole idea was to just be there with Aynapru, sit and do Kirtan because that's what we like to do. But then, but then it's just happening. It's all Krishna. mercy. And it just like in Krishna's purpose and Aynapru mercy. Prabhupada made this beautiful house that I can just move from one room to the other and do the same service. So I'm, I'm really grateful to that. And uh, I think if Aynabu was wouldn't have been there, I would have uh, taken a whole different route and uh, would have been very skeptical about my growing in Krishna consciousness. So I, I'm, I'm really serious. I had, I had really rough uh, patches uh, my my trust, my everything was destroyed uh, in in the, like my faith was destroyed, my trust was destroyed. Uh, and I think a pure uh, servant like him can only help a person like me to come out and be mm-hmm. on this line. And, and sometimes people feel like, oh, they give so much respect. It was like, you know, it's like you do kirtan, so you're pure, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, mm-hmm. you know, We've been through really I have been through a lot to come to this and uh, I think the only person who can who could like get the gunk off me and clean me off that's I know and I'm I'm really grateful
5: for him to mm-hmm. do that. Amma. Um, I've been like thinking about what to say and along the same note of gratitude. Um, in the time I was living there, uh, I remember someone uh, who was living in America, posted on Facebook, it was kind of like a, a question and they said, I wonder if Sheila Prabhupada would be happy with all the young men going to Vrindavan and just doing kirtan, or would he be happier if they stayed in the West and went to school and entered society as responsible career-based um, men, you know, and then and, and shared Krishna consciousness in that setting, rather than kind of running away from your responsibilities and your problems to go join the 24-hour kirtan. And it just really, like, it kind of hurt me a lot um, because I felt like they were referring to me. And um, looking back, I can 100% say that Srila Prabhupada would be happy with my choice. Um, And I know that because his pure servant was happy with me for making that choice. Um, And when it was time for me to leave Vrindavan, it was very hard. I was very emotional and Indra Prabhu was very happy to see it being hard for me to leave and he was happy to see me crying to leave. And he said, I'm really glad, Amal, because that means you've started to understand a little bit about what Vrindavan means. So to me it, it like in my in my time there with him every single day that I got to do kirtan with him I never felt unfulfilled I never felt like and I know everyone else who did kirtan with him can say the same thing that they never felt like they needed to be anywhere else in the world doing anything else and so I could just I can just really say that with conviction now that I am just so glad that somehow I had the intelligence and inspiration to go in his final few years and just take advantage of his association because I know there's so many devotees crying because they didn't get that chance. Like actually devastated. I know you Namras were planning to go, you know, while he was still there and you came just 1 2 months after he left and you yourself you know, served so nicely for like what is it, a year and a half, two years? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and and, um. So I just don't ever want to take that for granted. What he gave to me in that sense of, of of trying to really reside in Vrindavan, at least, you know, if not physically, mentally, and 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 then the ability to share that with others. You know, like like he's saying, like. Doing kirtan is not a sign of purity. Um, And I make no such claim that I'm doing kirtan in its truest form, in the way it's meant to be performed. But I know that kirtan is what gives you all these things we're looking for. I know that for a fact. And so I just try to do kirtan with that similar mood of giving that Ayanji Prabhu gave to me and gave to us. Um, and so I'm really grateful for that, and that's what he means to me.
0: Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Radha Krishna? Hmm. That's a
4: hard question. Uh, what it means to me. I mean, imagine coming like blind into this already dark world, you know, and like doing all this nonsense and whatnot, and then you come in touch with this full moon you know this bright beautiful perfect pure moon and then it's like your judgment day you know like you like it like it goes through you like and then it, it takes everything from you like all the bad you know and then the the moon keeps on like Guiding you in so many different ways, you know.
3: And then now, uh, it was like,
4: like what I felt was that, that, that you know, I came to Rindaba and then, you know, it was like since the moment I I, I saw him and I, I uh. I started to feel love for him. I knew that I was going to be hurt like anything, you know, when he left. Somehow I knew it. Like I knew that this is going to be one of the hardest things for me to handle in my life. I don't know why I felt that. So he was like, you know... Yeah, he was our general, you know. And then everything he you know, his example and like the way he wanted to he wanted who wanted us to like do our sarana and like everything was like it was like for for us to show him during his kirtan, you know, it's like it's like like you've been training for so long you Know every single day since the morning, since Mangalartic till till you know till till his kirtan, and and then in, in his kirtan, you're actually gonna show who you are, you know, what you've been learning in Vrindavan, what 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 your day has been like in Vrindavan, you know, and every day, you know, because he's you know driving the boat, you know, every day you can say. Further, or you can go, uh, or be on the same pace, you know. So he he was the captain, and he was like the ball was going, you know, every day in Bernabéu, you know. And I like I felt like I didn't want to stay behind, never, you know, because imagine that, like you know, staying behind and he's going ahead without me. So, so he really like he transformed he transformed my heart, you know, into something else. He he made me realize so many things. So like he made me realize how like fallen I was, how like how useless I was, how like, you know, everything, you know. And then replaced everything for for a goal, you know. So when he left, it's like, okay, what's like I still cannot conceive, you know, like the fact that he's not here. I haven't digested, I haven't thought about it, I haven't given it thought, you know, deep enough. Because then if I do, then I'm going to fall into an abyss and never, you know, get out of it. But, you know, I don't really think that he's gone, you know, because, like, I know that, you know, he's, like, behind the pillars, looking after us, you know, (laughs) he's, you know, maybe in Times Square, you you know, looking after us, looking after his Rambo Prabhu and his everyone. So it's just that you have fun, like, or maybe, I mean, you have been given this, this form of compassion and mercy in him, you know, from from Krishna, from Prabhupada, like, like, like I said before, like, if you want compassion, you have it there, you know, right there. So, so he he gave me that, and to my family, my sisters, everyone, you know, he was very merciful to us. He was very always so caring, always so like you know. Yeah, like, but the, this is like the most, like, this common thing about, like, the high thing that he means for me is that that he's he's my link, you know, to Krishna. He, he really, like, sometimes I think about it, you know, like, like I don't know Krishna at all, you know. Right. I, don't, I don't understand Krishna, I don't I don't know anything about Krishna, but but I I know Indra Prabhu, you know, he's he's pure devotee. You know, and even even if I don't get to see Krishna, you know, at the end of my life I wanna see him, you know. And maybe he'll introduce me to Krishna. Maybe he'll, you know, he'll be merciful enough to, like, say, okay, he tried, you know. When he's not, you know, we're not here to try, you know. Prabhupada didn't come here to for us to try or to be, like, to do, like... He came for us to, like, really get, you know, up there. So, he means... Yeah, like everything to me. I, I cannot express myself because this is like...
0: No, no, you're expressing yourself perfectly.
4: My heart is, you know, it's too close about yeah. to all these things, you know, like I really... Like this is the first time I actually talk about Andrew Prabhu, like as long, you know, per se. And perhaps I'm not too deep or like too, you know, clear about it, but... Like he's like, "I cannot tell you what he means to me because it's it's a dealing you know it's dealings of my heart, and you know perhaps they want to stay there you know,
0: we're getting what? a glimpse of it, we're getting a glimpse of it for sure of your heart, beautiful, thank you,
5: thank you Radha.
0: I know it's 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 a uh, it's, it's like something that's so deep and something so um, private, but you're bringing it out and it takes a lot of bravery to do that. And I really yeah. appreciate that. And I think all the devotees watching really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry that I cannot
4: really be like too clear about it, but
0: no, you it's, really, know. it's,
4: it's really, really, really difficult for me to be open about him. You know, I, so many devotees all the time ask me about him and like, I just yeah. freeze somehow, like I cannot, you right. know, it's too, it's too, precious, you know, too valuable, it's too like, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, he means, he means everything to me.
0: Beautiful. Fakintia okay, now.
1: Um... That was great, Radha. You know, I guess I can just say, um, Ayindra was, he's the most important person I've ever met. Uh, He left an indelible impression on me. Uh, I have full respect for him as uh, an unparalleled, exceptional Vaishnav. And, you know, what was what was incredible is he had the quality that, you know, he would extend himself to people and, you know, even like, you know, have 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 friendly relationships with people. Um, And, you know, somehow he was uh, he was very kind to me and I, I got a huge amount of love from him. And, um, and yeah, so, you know, losing him has, has, uh, it's been like, you know, losing, uh, losing a saint and losing like a best friend. Um, and you know, it's like a guide that really cares about you and, you know, what's more valuable than that. Um, and so, yeah, I think about, I all the time, you know, I have all kinds of whatever, all my little quirky memories. I don't know if anybody else, you know, if it means anything to anybody else, but, you know, I think about all kinds of interactions I had with him, all kinds of things he said to me, he gave me some of the most important advice of my life. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the instructions he gave to me, um, even, even some things he said, you know, it's taken years, even after his departure for me to kind of appreciate the value of, uh, of some of the things he's, he, he, he kind of said to me the way he instructed me and advised me. Um, yeah, so Iindra is, is, uh, <laughs> he means everything. I, it's, he's like, you know. The, the the north star or something like a, a guiding the a guiding uh light in life and um you know i feel very grateful for whatever opportunity i had to spend with him i regret not having taken more and fuller advantage um when i did have that opportunity
0: beautiful well, there you have it, folks. That's episode forty of the late morning program. Thank you so much, uh, you all, for for doing this. I know this was, uh, you know, difficult for some of you, but also I think the the wider body of devotees need to know these things, like more personal about people's personalities, like about you know they can listen to his lectures and they can hear his kirtans, but about who he was from people who knew him, I think is a very valuable thing. And I want to do this more with other devotees who knew him as well. You know, other older devotees who knew him, such as Ram Roy Prabhu, Gopal Prabhu, Vrindavan Prabhu, Govinda Prabhu, whoever wants to do that. Uh, but again, my gratefulness to you, my friends, for for coming on and doing this. At Kinchina especially, it's, I don't know, what, 3 a.m. now in in, in, <laughs> in Vrindavan. What's that? MVP. Yeah. Most valuable, Prabhuji. Um, <laughs> yes. So, in the chat, I, I'm going to put the. Uh, we're, we're doing a fundraiser for the late morning program uh, for 2021, just to cover different costs that that we have here at the show. So, if you could just please, uh, whoever's listening, if you want to throw a little bit of a donation, please do that. Go to that website. Go to the Late Morning uh, dot Show. That's our web our website. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, and uh, again. I will do this more. I, I love hearing from devotees about other devotees. The, the, what I my takeaway from this is that Krishna consciousness is so alive in 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 devotees. Uh, and 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 find a devotee, like just how these prabhus did. Find a devotee who inspires you. Serve them. Uh, take take shelter of them, and and your life will be changed forever. Just the way. You, you all, devo- you know, your all lives were changed by Ayendra Prabhu's association. So I think that uh, the, the movement that Prabhupada started had so many wonderful devotees that we can all uh, take inspiration from, and this is one such devotee, Ayendra Prabhu. And so we are so inspired by him, and we're so thankful. And he lives still in his devotees' hearts and and his followers' hearts, and we are able to get a glimpse of him by hearing from them. So I just wanted to end with that. Uh, you guys stay on a little bit longer um when I, i'll stop the live but thank you for for listening and Haribo, hari krishna good night
5: thank you everyone
3: um, thank jai shri jai,
5: Shirad jai. Shirad jai. Shirad jai. Shirad.